0: Mr. Dreyfus. Yeah, sorry <laughs> uh,
1: Mr. Holland's Opus. That wasn't his last name, right? He was Mr. Holland, but it's like his Opus. Now, opus
0: is, you know, it's that piece of music. You know, I always thought that was his words, name. Or whatever, I can't remember.
1: Until like just now, I thought that was his whole name until you said that. Yeah. I thought the What's movie up, was like. Am I on?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, you are. Am I agree. on? You I can hear now.
2: I just can't hear things.
0: I can hear things. Good. I hear you all.
1: Good.
2: Great. Welcome back. Wonderful. Are we ready? I guess let's we're ready. Yeah, All right, let's do this. We're on.
0: Welcome to the Gore Club podcast, everybody. I'm Steve Vessel. That's Metal Dave. I'm Derek. Yeah. And I'm tonight we're doing 1981 Part Two. Part Two. Boogaloo. Which, which we're which not
1: discussing a, Mr. Holland's
2: Opus. We're not doing that. No, no, no no, 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 no. It's very appropriate because there are so many uh, sequels
1: Richard in 1981.
2: No, <laughs> not, not very many Richard Dreyfus
1: movies.
0: We definitely touched upon how many sequels happened in this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, we went through, let's see, January to July. Yeah,
0: now and we're in August.
1: Oh, Yeah, this is when things start heating up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's something I want. There's something to be said about 1981. And last episode we touched upon, like, you know, hey, the Rubik's Cube or whatever the fuck that was eighty, 1980. But what was going on in the year 1981 besides horror? We talked about Adam Walsh and all these things. This time I want to open up with about like being a horror person nerd compared to then. Like, there's something to be said about horror films, like. That have not been seen by people or were were seen by people. And then, like, the caliber of the horror nerd compared to back then. Like, back then, if you watched five horror movies, you got your nerd card because they were all you. you had to go to the drive in, you go see them. You had to maybe see them on VHS because if you had a player, not a recorder, not yet. <laughs> the VHS
1: player that you would rent from the video store in that giant suitcase. Yeah, a
0: big plastic suitcase. Yeah. But I mean, always full of roaches, and and, and oh, keeping yeah. up with like Fangoria or Starlog or, or Cinematastic or whatever that, that made that made you feel like you know you're in your tribe. Or and then and once you did that, then you you're thought of being evil, need to be put locked up in a psychiatric ward. <laughs> Nowadays, to keep up with how many horror films are being released in 1981, almost 70 were released on television, the drive-in, yeah. and the theater, not VHS. These are all releases that happened. We talked about this a little bit last episode, but. I really want to push it forward. Like, the nerdum nowadays, I can't imagine, because everyone's like, did you see the seven episodes that came out last night and the nine hours of streaming and then, like, every independent movie that's actually getting a pretty good release? Like, it's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can name like six or seven just from like the last week that the I've seen people week. say, like, hey, have you seen the new Conjuring or have you seen this, this, you know, this this movie, uh, Quiet Place 2, Conjuring, all these things coming Spiral. out at the same fucking time. The new Spiral. One,
2: the uh, done, uh, recently discovered Romero movie, Amusement right. Park.
1: Oh, there. Amusement,
0: yeah. yeah. And on top of that, you're trying to keep track of new releases that are coming out, like you open up a Horror Hound or whatever and it'll have the Blu-ray section of re-releases of movies that came out. And this 1981, you're like, fuck. Can you yeah. imagine having to keep up with all these? Like, yeah, I know. Do you know this? Do you know that? And then you're going to get shit on by other horror nerds. And my, I guess my thing is like, now I feel bad for horror nerds who, who are like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And it's like, uh, do you? And I'm not going to shit you for not because how can you? You're overwhelmed. It's yeah, overwhelming.
1: I don't even pay attention to most shit that comes out now and you know even 81 81's right before that whole 80s boom of slashers and the VHS boom yeah so this is kind of a light year compared to what we get in 84 <laughs> up to like the early 90s <laughs> yeah, where because
0: the VHS is hitting
1: yeah i mean i once we get to like once you get to like 85 on this i mean one year 81 you could probably stuff in the one month in 85 and it's worse now like it's it's worse in 2021 cuz it's constant and there's so many streaming services even ones that are dedicated to horror not to mention the TV series, you know, Walking Dead, American Horror Story, all that shit. It's constantly being churned out. Uh, Silence of the Lambs has TV shows. You know, what Clarice <laughs> yeah, just started, yeah. I guess, yeah. or maybe it's been around, but no, it's it's nonstop. I can't keep up with it, and I'm like the go-to horror nerd for a lot of people, and I'm always like, I didn't watch it. Sorry, I
3: like, couldn't it, get to it. it
1: if you want to talk pre like '99, I can talk to you about fucking <laughs> everything, but yeah, after that, dude, now it's crazy. I guess I just wanted to
0: touch upon that, like trying to be. Trying to look and categorize these films, and we do these episodes like these mammoth ones, like we're doing right now, where we have to split them into two episodes. It's like fuck, what the hell? I feel bad for new horror nerds trying to do what we're doing, or even trying to just be in the in the community without being like shit on by some guy with a battle vest. It's like, come on, man!
1: Well, I'm 14, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I've talked about this before. I think a lot of this shit, especially these weird movies that we talk about, which aren't always like the most known. I think a lot of them are going to be forgotten in 20 years. Yeah. Because when you do... think of my, my son, he watches a lot of the classics with me. He's 12. But the generation after him, I don't know how many of those movies he's going to show to his kids. And they're not going to have time to go look up and watch Heavy Metal or Student Bodies or Hell Night. Like They're not going to fucking take the time to research and go back to 81. Because every single day, there's going to be a new horror movie coming out. Yeah. There's no way to go back and look at that. Just like most kids today don't listen to a lot of classic music or even music that came out Pre, like 2015 because they don't have time for it because there's already a new youtube video up
2: right well the the, the attention span is probably one thing but then you also got to think of uh um, will the movies be available then you know yeah. well physical media is sort of uh, media is. almost a thing of the past and then when it goes to streaming some of these movies are definitely not going to be streaming on amazon yeah, they're not yeah. going to be on netflix they're not going to be in any of those
0: was i went to uh I went to Meyer, Target, and a few other places looking just for a Blu ray player yeah. that has like region free or whatever. And not just that, but like all of them had five, maybe like five Blu ray players. It's, yeah, that's this, it. it's the equivalent of like when I was trying to get a couple of ECRs before they were going dead. Yeah. Like, oh, there's one. And it's yep. gone, and like that's crazy. Physical media, we always talk about yeah. it, and it's gone. It's it, going to be gone.
1: It'll come back in a way like vinyls are popular still. Like there's <laughs> yeah. going to be stores that carry it specifically, oh and there, there'll be a little section in your Best Buy, or if a Best Buy is still around. But that's it. Because uh. right now, during this pandemic shit, dude, a lot of the physical media stuff's blown up, especially like VHS. Um, I'm in a lot of like wrestling forums and communities, and you know, WWE had their network for a while. They launched it, I think, 2011, 2012. Everyone sold all their shit when they did that because they're like, got the network. I can stream everything. Well, they just got bought by Peacock. So now they had to move everything to Peacock. They didn't move everything, though. Of course not. So now there's this big boom in, like, wrestling VHS and wrestling DVDs because people are like, oh, fuck, I need to own that now. And even if it is getting moved to Peacock, people already, they've already planted that seed saying, hey, this can disappear any time. If you like it, you need to own it. Yeah. yeah, so so that's kind of causing like a little bit of a boom, but I don't think it's enough to keep this thing alive. It's gonna go off the rails eventually.
0: Oh, Eventually it will. Eventually it will. Just trying to get ready for this episode is a nightmare. Yeah. No. Well, mean, let's talk about our nightmare. Oh let's no. Let's start oh, with God. August.
2: Oh, August. Yeah. First August 7th. The <sighs> first movie, August seventh. You had two movies. Heavy metal. Yeah,
0: three actually. Three.
2: Oh crap! There were three movies. Yeah. We'll start with the On first the one. Same day. Heavy <laughs> metal.
0: Heavy metal. <laughs> Uh, let's see, directed by Gerald Pottinson, produced by Ivan Reitman, said some things about us. We said a little bit about it on the uh, Sword and Sorcery episode, but it was like the thing about this is like it's an anthology. So, much like an anthology, there's like there's something for everybody. There's a Sword and Sorcery part, and, there's, and then there's the horror part, which is like, what is the B 17 episode? Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I love that. And that's what I remember the most about that whole fucking movie. How did they
1: promote this movie? Like, what was it pushed as?
0: It was a very. It was one of the first, like Felix the Cat. If you know anything about that kind of film, it was a big deal because it was adult. It was, it was nudity, yeah. violence, language. It got a wide release, was, right? It did. It did. Okay. It did, and it did very, very well. And it had a good soundtrack too. The soundtrack, soundtrack was a big thing for it
2: too. I mean, the magazine was was pretty popular oh, in its yeah. own right, and you know, people are like, "Hey, we're going to make a movie of this." And like I said, the soundtrack. You have Black Sabbath. You have all these bands that. You know, for me, when I am I guess yeah. is
0: heavy metal.
2: Well, watching it for the first time, like I'd, I'd never heard a lot of those bands. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, the the music's one of the reasons why it was gone for so long because they had to keep getting rights
0: to the songs that were in the movie, which makes it tough. But yeah, it disappeared from distribution or physical media. Talking about that for almost twenty years because they couldn't. Yeah, it seemed insane until that VHS came out, and yeah. everybody was like, oh, shit, heavy metal. I remember that movie That's when I was a Silver over.
1: cover. Right. It's very in-your-face.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the episode that I'm talking about, or the, the part in that movie I'm talking about, was it's called Beat 17. Uh, it was directed by Barry Nelson, written by Dan O'Bannon, and the iconic song by Den, Don Felder. It's the animated film. Uh, it's like the American... Uh, the B-2, it's a it's B-72 mom, bomber, and it's like a zombie episode. Before zombies were played out, it was amazing. And I remember the, how fucking freaked out it was because before that, it's just like, oh, this is fun. It's kind of violent. It's aliens. And then they had the den episode, and then it's like everything just changed like the whole the whole episode just went dark like i think you had the stern one before this which is kind of a really comedy thing and they were setting you up for failure baby as a kid (laughs) but like john candy's in it harold Ramis has a voice eugene levy uh who else i've got uh, roger bumpus he's he who's actually squidward and spongebob he doesn't yeah and but this is the one that has like hardly any dialogue and it's just moody and violent and fucked up and it has a horrible ending you're like well that's Awful. I'm depressed. So so
1: before this, how many adult animated movies were wide release? Like, well, was
0: it maybe Lord of the Rings and Felix the Cat, like I said? Fire yeah. and Ice. Fire and Ice was
1: after this, wasn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, and so it's the same, yeah, yeah, that, that was uh, Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, yeah, he did Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't know
1: that if we didn't just do Sword and Sorcery. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we literally didn't just talk about it. Did
0: uh, but that was it. it really you know, a, lot, a lot of these guys were like, no, well, fuck Disney. We're, we're, making, we're making some titty movies. But animated
2: telescoped. And, awesome. and that's, that's why I wasn't depressed when I saw heavy metal. I just saw cartoon titties.
1: But to get distribution for that's kind of fucking crazy, right?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, that's why a lot of these uh, animators left like Disney and uh, who else? It, not yeah. Looney Tunes, but uh, the the company that owns them, uh, Warner yeah. Brothers. And they were like, "Well, we want to make these movies and like then you get uh, who's the guy made Secret of Nim? Uh, oh, and, and like all dogs go to heaven he left Disney He left, yeah. all these people were, were like not maybe not Disney I can't remember but they left all these other studios and they're like I'm making my kind of adult animated thing same thing that Pixar did yeah. they're like no we're going to do this movie called The Incredibles they're like man this is yeah, not for children. It's it still like, kind of PG-13. PG,
1: but you but know. it blew up. And they were it like, well,
0: yeah. I'm sorry, you can, you can have Disney now, Pixar.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's went a little bit of a different direction with kids' movies now to where there's more adult themes in it, but it's not like fucking how heavy metal is. No. And I always wonder how parents reacted to heavy metal when it came out. Because I, I definitely wasn't around. I was born in 86. Yeah. But I remember being somebody in South Park and parents saying, well, it's not okay because this is a cartoon, so you're telling us it's a kid's thing, but it's not. And yeah. I wonder if heavy metal got that same backlash, even though it's blatantly not for fucking kids. Yeah, you're just a shitty parent. You don't pay attention.
0: I'm sure it was rated R. I'm sure yeah, it was.
1: Where's the? Where's? Yeah, I guess we yeah. just did
0: homework yeah. and I didn't even look at the rating. But yeah, <laughs> I've it Don Bluth is, is your thing. Don Bluth. Man. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's him. I love Don Bluth. Like Secret of Name is one of my favorite animated films of all time. Very dark. God damn, yeah. It's the one of the first times that movie was one of the first times I saw animated blood. I didn't see heavy metal until later. Zero titties though in that one. Zero titties. Yeah, mouse titties. I just don't know how I feel about that. It's
2: not as depressing as Plague Dogs, but we'll talk about that Plague some other. Dogs. We'll talk about that some oh, other time. Oh my
0: gosh, <laughs> that's depressing as fuck, and it's not a horror movie. Don't watch it; you'll cry. Yeah, <laughs> you so, move on to Hell Night. You
2: move on to Hell Night. Hell
0: Night, uh, <laughs> directed by Tom, uh, Tom DeSimone, uh, who made actually a lot of gay comedies and softcore horror and softcore horror. I wish there they were softcore and a few hardcore movies. Uh, he made uh, he made this and he made Street uh, Street uh, Savage Streets. Yeah, also, well, Linda back. Blair. Yeah, yeah. So, like,
1: Linda Blair found somebody she that liked her. <laughs> Cast her and she like put me in two movies.
2: Well, she was she was trying to break away from like the whole like. The whole, like, scream queen type thing, like, trying to get away from horror, and then she did that photo shoot after this movie, exactly. and then straight to the B-movie Ben she went. Yeah. Well, I
0: don't know how they put that together. Like, the She was time, trying to get away from being a scream queen? She was yeah. trying to get away from, like, either being not taken seriously or uh, as a child, yeah. or as a B-queen.
1: So she did this movie where she can't act for shit, but her tits look huge? Yeah, yeah, very good push Pretty up much. Girl. Yeah, like me for my acting. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and this this movie not only it it uh, it was the last film by Compass International. Yeah, they were the it became um, uh, trun- a yeah. Trunkus, and this yeah. was their last one. This was their last one until they rebranded. But I mean, they've released Halloween, Tourist Trap, Fade to Black, Blood Beach. and and that and that's in that short run, they had a lot of good movies, and this one killed it.
1: Yeah, well, this was a part of like a. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of other movies also did the same concept, but the idea of a bunch of teenagers going into an abandoned house and partying. Just became like an 80s like the ultimate 80s Night of the Demons. You know? Yeah, and that came right. after this though. Like this is one of like the earlier ones of going like hey, let's go party in a haunted house cuz every neighborhood has a fucking haunted mansion.
0: Yeah, I know. Which is insane. Well, like what fucking fraternity is a co-ed and only yeah. has two fucking like uh, uh uh what do you call them? Where they're going to get, you know, the, they they want to get pledges? In the- yeah. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. we're, we're together. Well, there were, they
2: were capacity. Did you see how many fucking people were there?
0: There was a <laughs> lot
1: of fucking people <laughs> there. The party
0: was in the street and looked like for miles, but later on, it's all everybody's gone. I was like, uh, that's not yeah, real.
1: Yeah, and it's always weird when they drop them off at the house, the entire party goes to drop them off at the house. I always thought that was fucking weird. I'm not doing that. You're leaving, like, five people. <laughs> because they're all hammered. You're shit-faced because they're like, it's that time now because Bobby's puking on the floor. That's how they determine yeah, the time. case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Magneto, who's the leader of this group, is like, it's time to go do the prank. <laughs> Which, by the way, Magneto has, like, one of my favorite horror movie, Chases, because he, like, he's trying to avoid the killer. And he... And if you watch this movie, you know what I mean by Magneto. If you know what the fuck Magneto is, it looks like a
0: mix between Doctor Strange and Magneto. Yeah, it's the motherfucker dressed,
1: dressed as Magneto. They, yeah. they stole that shit from like an X Men movie by Roger Corman that was never made. Uh, he runs through like a maze and he's hiding, but the whole time he's hiding, in this fucking field maze, he's holding a flashlight oh, that's on. I was hoping you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> I was hoping like, you were gonna do it. It's that. fucking obvious where you're at, man. You gotta turn the fucking flashlight <laughs> off. You're gonna hide. Yeah,
0: he hits him with it and then runs yeah. off with it. I'm They're like wrong. running into
1: a room and like turning on a strobe light.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. I'll
2: never find
1: us, Kevin Grophy and apparently he still has that cape. Does he really? Yes, yes. He's probably center-hoping, like, they're going to make me Magneto one day. <laughs> Somebody's going to fuck up. I'm almost at the age, motherfuckers. You're I read, I read
2: somewhere, and I didn't know if it was true. He was talking about, like, he always wears it on Halloween. I Yeah, guess. okay, that's like, that's great. But, you see, it's probably a rumor, but it'd just be sad if you were, like, knocking on his door for candy, and you're like, oh, fuck, dude. Oh, Move man. on.
1: This, this movie's, like, beloved by horror fans. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I like to go back and watch it because of how much it makes me laugh all the time. But so many bad scenes, like the dialogue between the guy that looks like Owen Hart and the girl where it's like... <laughs> Vince Van Yeah, just like the fucker. is like the most ridiculous shit in the world. And then like when Linda Blair finally puts out with that one dude, they're like, I'm into elves and witches. Oh, you are? Me too. And they just start going at it. She's supposed to be the biggest prude <laughs> in the world, but she's like, you like elves? And then the best scene is when Owen Hart fucking goes into the police station. He's like, my friends are getting killed. And the cops are like, I know you kids. Fuck you. We're not going to help you. And then he just proceeds to go in the evidence room and steal their weapons. walks by it. Walks right the fuck in. It's unlocked. It's full of guns. (laughs) It it, it makes me laugh every time because I'm like, this is the ultimate like turn-your-brain-off fucking movie. And I get why people find it fun, but Hell Knight is not for me. And also, fuck Linda Blair. Yeah, Linda Blair.
0: uh, Not a nice person. Not at this point, but you're you're talking about Irwin. uh, Irwin, your blondes, was the producer of this, and he was the one who... Uh, really got those movies, like you you said, Halloween, Halloween 2, 3, maybe even 4, I cannot remember. Uh, Vince Van Patten, uh, uh, everyone remembers, uh, what was his name? Goddamn, Peter Barton. Who's in Friday the 13th Part 4. Everybody
1: remembers what is his name. (laughs) Yeah, because if you're on this podcast,
0: you know my brain just goes, bleep. He he dies in the shower. You know, he's, uh, I can't remember his name. Fucking uh, Friday the 13th, but I always remember his name is Peter Barton. It's Magneto. Magneto, yeah.
1: It is Peter Barton. In my notes, I actually have Magneto slash Peter Barton. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Actually, I put Peter Bennett for some reason, but I guess I'm an idiot, so. That's
3: okay. Maybe autocorrect was like,
1: he's Bennett.
2: You're not Barton. Fuck it. Nobody no. talks about that guy.
1: After Hell Night, we had uh, this is one you guys can talk about because I have not watched this in forever. On the same day, Student Bodies. Student Bodies. Scott. I saw this with Dave actually. You had a copy of
2: it. Yeah, I bought a bootleg, and That's I was like, it. "You okay. have to watch this" because I saw it. I saw it on TV like it was like USA or some shit like that years ago. And if you if you've never seen Student Bodies, it's it's just a horror spoof. I mean, it's just like they take. Every trope from a horror movie, from the heavy breather to like that's the name of the killer. Yeah, the heavy <laughs> breather. He just he just he just breathes, ah, ah, just really heavy. It's just like and, Michael and, Myers, and just says stuff like at one point he he's s- spouts on the girls in the shower, and he's just like I'm touching myself. <laughs> so it's, it's a,
1: is a spoof of like slashers. Is that like, yeah? Thing? It's a spoof yeah, on it's slashers. One of the original
0: and, ones like this in class reunion.
1: Well, so like a week from each other though, we get Saturday the fourteenth. Yeah, it's really week. So really, that's really odd. weird that yeah. two spoofs. From a time that's not known for, for <laughs> spoof movies, you know? I always
2: just remember the janitor, like Mervin. My favorite line in the movie is he just walks into the uh, he walks into the principal's office when he's got a student in there, and he stu- the student and the principal are just talking. He just turns at the corner, and he starts peeing into a trash can, and they don't even stop. And he's, the student looks over. And then he turns around after he's done peeing. He says, sometimes Mervyn pee red. And he just walks oh. out. And they're like, we haven't had the heart to tell him that we moved the bathroom.
3: Oh. <laughs> but
2: the, the movie's the movie's really good. It's really fun. Um, it's I highly recommend watching it. Uh, it. It bombed. It was not successful at all. The only thing that saved it. There were 70 fucking movies to watch that yeah, year. The yeah. <laughs> only thing only that saved it is it got caught on in syndication. Because it was rated R. But it's only rated R because... They have a scene where the producers just yell "fuck you," and that's how they got their rated R. Are
0: you serious? Yeah. Oh wow. So because I guess they wanted to be taken seriously.
2: <clears throat> yeah. No, they just wanted to rate it R because they thought it would attract more. So then you that, know, like,
0: yeah. Yeah, like us and our PG thirteen people. Yeah. And you
1: get the teenagers yeah. at that point too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So it's a hilarious movie. I mean, like I said, you know, it's just set up like a horror film. You have the killer that spies on people that kills them in ridiculous
0: ways. I always got this one and the one with uh, Brad Pitt, the horror spoop, he did. Mixed together. I think that was like cutting class. Cutting class. Okay, yeah. and and then when I finally saw it with Dave, and I was like, oh my fucking god, I remember that guy because the janitor is like the most articulated.
2: person. Yeah, he's he's very he's very like he's yeah, he can move really weird. He's
0: like seven foot tall, and his his arms are six. <laughs> yeah, but
2: well, one other thing I remember is uh, you know in movies they usually have like the five 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 numbers. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a part where they show a phone number, and it's an actual phone number for somebody. Oh,
0: those poor people. No,
2: it's a, it's a bar. You can call it. Oh, you've done so, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you if you watch the movie, you get the number. Just call it. It's a bar. I'm sure they're used to it by now.
1: They're probably fucking sick of it. Maybe it's keeping them in business. <laughs> this is the hey, come the, and have a drink. The <sighs> Student Bodies Bar. The student Bodies <laughs> Bar. Uh, you were talking about like
0: Saturday the 14th. Now Saturday yes. the 14th is like a spoof on uh, classic Universal. Universal Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did any of you guys check that movie out? In well, a yeah, while? I've, I've watched
1: this so many times. Okay, man. I, I
0: haven't seen it in a while, but I did make some notes. What are your notes? Very much in the comedy vein of Airplane and Naked Gun movies, <laughs> and it's produced by Julie Corman, who actually helped us get, like, Chopping Mall made, and Summer School, and Teachers, and Candy Strike Nurses. She did a lot of, like, softcore comedy uh, films, like that kind of thing, and then she decided, like, oh, fuck
1: it, I'm going to make a-, a horror movie. But it's still a spoof. Yeah, still yeah. spoofed, and it's yeah. just a essentially a, a family inherits a house yep. that Dracula wants to buy. <laughs> there you mean, go. That's a that, whole movie. That's, that's your whole story, but it, it happens, you know, and then they go with all, like, the cliches. There's a book that you're not supposed to read from. They no. read from it, and the then book we get evil, And it's all, called The Book of the Evil. The Book of Evil. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of fun characters in it. I Jeffrey think, Tambor plays Dracula. He's a great fucking Dracula. Yeah. There's a lot of fun dialogue in it. Uh, the creature scene, which is done before- See, I always wonder what that scene, was that before Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street
0: didn't come out to like, what, 83? '83, Yeah, and that's the
1: scene from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, it's straight up. So that's really weird. I always forget about that when it happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, He's talking about the the, the bathtub scene where instead of, like, Freddy's hand, it's actually, like, the creature from the Black Lagoon just comes out. And he just wants, like, a sandwich or something. I forgot the dialogue. He says something, and it's, like, subtitled. It's, like, like what are you, what are you, what's going on, girl? And she's freaking the fuck out. But uh, it's got uh, Richard Benjamin and his wife, his real-life wife, uh, Paula uh, Prentiss, I think. And he just did, like, Love of First Bite the same year. We just talked about that movie on, like, a, an upper, like, was last episode? Mm-hmm. And uh, the who else is in it? I mean, I made a bunch of notes. S- uh, Servant Darden is Van Helsing. He's like in Planet of the Apes, Vanishing Point. Werewolves He's a on real the wheels. piece of shit. Right. He's all, oh, yeah. I'm not going to spoil the ending on this yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Carly uh, Mickelson, it was actually an 80s uh, teen queen. She did different strokes. Eight is enough. Chips, Incredible Hulk. Give me a break in Fantasy Island. Not That's a movie. lot of
1: classics you named there. All right. <laughs> oh, shit, my grandparents watch.
0: Right, I know, right. But I was going to say, they, and, they, and the house that is across the street from them, talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street, the movie is, is the house that they're on is Elm Street. The house across the street really? is Nancy's house. That's fucking wild. It can't be a fucking coincidence, Wes Craven.
1: So you think he did that days. as a tribute to it? Like a weird? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what year was Nightmare, 84?
0: I want to say 84, 85. Uh, if you're in the comment section so, on our YouTube page, have some fun and say, tell us we're idiots because we can't remember right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, this movie does have a cult following, though. I see it brought up quite a bit. Yeah. And there's always the people that have to be different. So anytime there's like Friday the 13th coming up, there'll be somebody like, well, for me, it's Saturday the 14th. This is my favorite movie.
0: <laughs> and they made a bad... C4.
1: 84.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was the, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday the 14th, Strikes, Strikes back. back. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think Friday the 13th, part three should have been called Saturday the 14th, yeah. if I remember correctly. Because <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. Because Because part, part two was, what, like a year after it, right? A year after the first incident. Yeah. Friday the 13th, the next year. And so, yeah, and part three is the day after that. Day over. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday the 14th. Motherfuckers. <laughs> They're probably like, this stupid spoof already came out. We can't do it.
2: Can't do it. They snatched it up. It's just so somebody hated them. It's
1: always just Friday for now on. Even though like part three is Saturday and part four is Sunday. It'd be
2: weird if you got to like Wednesday the twenty third though. It would yeah. just be that movie sucks. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys want to move on? We've got yeah. Death of Blessing up there, but I have not seen that. It was a t- television movie, I think, by Wes Craven. I could be wrong. Please tell me I am if I am. Uh, but I didn't. I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I know they put out a Blu Ray. I think of it. Yeah. Uh, it's got Ernest Borgnine in it. It's like a witchcraft movie. Uh, I, didn't, I, remember, I actually remember not digging it it's got Michael Berryman in it I remember that that was cool because I saw it you know years later on television I was like oh it's the dude from Weird Science I, was, I wasn't thinking of like last, you know, how the hills have eyes But what's
1: the movie that has the head explosion from the basketball
0: Oh, it's deadly, deadly, Friend. deadly Friend. I always yeah. get
1: those two titles mixed yeah. up because yeah. when I saw that on your board, I'm like, that didn't fucking come out in '81. I'm like, oh no, it's Deadly Friend. Yeah. Deadly yeah. Rest- it's a Wes
0: Craven thing. Deadly, deadly. Hey, deadly. We talk about that movie later.
1: <laughs> uh, House by the Cemetery.
0: The most
2: annoying fucking child in cinema history.
0: I was so annoyed that I brought so? it up last episode on the wrong movie because I fucked oh, yeah, and- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah,
2: you did. I'm fucking kid, man. I've never rooted for child murder in my life until I saw that movie. Oh.
0: What's wrong, Dave? He's got that just his fucking voice is so voice. fucking awful. This I rewatched that and I just wanted to mute it.
1: The Third Gates of Hell movie. It is. Yeah. It is. I, I deleted all my notes for that one. Oh, no, there it is. Oh, yeah. Fuck that kid.
2: <laughs> Everybody, I mean, they showed this one on Joe Bob the last drive in recently, too, and it was trending hashtag fuck Bob. Oh, thank God. Put, yeah. My
1: first note is Babysitter is a dummy. Bob's a little piece of shit with a terrible dub. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst
0: dub of all time. You're not wrong. Uh, let's see. Directed by Fulci, written by Fulci uh, and Giorgio. Mar- I'm the worst of the Italian names. Uh, Mario Ucio and Dardo Siccati, Story by Ella Briganti and inspired by Lovecraft. Duh. <laughs> That's
3: Duh. what I wrote. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's very it's Fulci.
0: It's got, guy, Fulci, you know, and it's, it's got it's McCall again. It's got Paolo Malco. Uh, let's see. G. Vani? I had to remember this guy's name. Frieza is fucking Bob. Uh, and Ania uh, Peroni is the babysitter, and she's also the third mother that we see in Inferno in the class scene, and we don't see her again in Inferno, but you know what? She shows up in this as the shitty, stupid fucking babysitter.
1: And this was made by Louis Fuller, not Fulci, remember?
0: Yeah, no, they changed. They had to make it American, you know?
1: Well, what makes people think, though, that they're going to see Louis Fuller and go, you know, that's better than Fulci. Let's go yeah. with that.
0: Yeah. What, I forgot what Jordan Mato is. Like a good uh, strong name. Yeah, like Joey Joseph. I was like, that's that's awful. He's think think, the lead singer of Agnostic Front, but whatever. You think his name was
1: originally Bob? Bob. <laughs> Giovanni, you want to go play Bob? Giovanni Frieza. That's the only. That's literally the only note I made on this. Was that I hate that fucking kid. I don't think I actually. Yeah, I didn't go back and rewatch it. I just wanted to make a note about that. Kid. I don't think anybody likes. There's that
0: something kid. that I noticed when I went back and rewatched it. Is that it's a different movie from the one that I think I have the VHS over there. I could be wrong because it's the stack in front of my YouTube, but. It's a different cut. It's like the, the, the cut is all mixed up. The third, the third act is actually the second act, and it makes no fucking sense. And now when I rewatched it, they have it on uh, streaming.
1: And I was like, oh, it yeah. makes more sense now. <laughs> I remember liking that movie, but I think I'm like, I like the blood and gore of all those Italian movies. I think yeah. they stab the bat, a bat.
0: The bat attack. <laughs> yeah. The bat, everybody remembers the bat attack. The bat's
1: very important.
0: The it's bat's
2: bat. and the reason why you don't go to the basement.
0: No, I know. he's got a bat thrower in this movie instead of a cat thrower. <laughs> yeah, least, they're, they're, they're easier just, to throw. Their, they're very animals. aerodynamic. Uh, the effects are really good, actually. Uh, uh, but it's, it's it's credited as uh, a Gennato De Rossi film, who just passed away. He actually did not work on this movie. I had to write that down because I was like, I never knew that until I started uh, doing a little homework. It's Mario Trani who did this, the specs for this film. And there's another scene where they did an eye gouging scene, all Fulci does, but they cut it out because Fulci said it didn't look real. So then I was like, but "That's fucked up." And there's then I, somebody that's how I found it, out who did the effects.
2: Yeah, there's somebody that knows what a real eyeball getting poked would look like. It's Fulci. It'd, it'd be faulty,
1: right? <laughs> big on realism. That's why he doesn't use any of those dummy cats. He just yeah. throws cats. Throws
2: cats. But Some with right. Italians and poking people in the eye, man.
1: <laughs> it's always brutal too. There's not a lot of throwers and yeah. eye gouging.
2: There's another movie down here that we'll talk about more eye stuff eventually.
1: Well, let's move on. What's that's next? Uh, American, American Werewolf
2: London. London. Derek's favorite werewolf movie.
1: It is. I mean, it's the best. It's way better than howling. Just rub it in. Derek. <laughs> really, all we need to talk about. You know,
2: it has the best werewolf transformation. It does of, of
0: of that year at least. In bright light, and it looks amazing. And it's
1: finally getting a cool toy. Neca is doing it looks an American fucking movie. awesome. Oh man, I'm I just so, picked up the new horror so, hound. And so it's hyped in there. for that. When they announced that, I got super excited because they already did that bullshit howling werewolf that nobody wants. That's on clearance on the website now. God damn it! And Derek, they're finally doing one for a movie people care about. You know what's crazy? Only part two. When you, th- <laughs> I, I shit on the howling more than I should. I don't hate the howling. I just, sometimes I think it gets too much love. But it's kind of weird that, like, I think the werewolf genre kind of sucks. I don't know. Maybe there's diehard fans of it that can name off other movies. Why is it so hard to
0: make a good werewolf? But movie? it's
1: weird to me that three good ones came out in one year. So we had Wolven, The Howling, and American Werewolf in London in yeah. one year. And then we went, what? for tell ginger snaps <laughs> or no, Pretty much. Do, dog, dog soldiers, soldiers. dog, dog soldiers. soldiers yeah
0: dog soldiers really brought the howling feel back ha huh? And then uh, Ginger Snaps is just a great movie. Yeah, yeah, they had the, the show, Werewolf the Show. Werewolf the Show was great. I think that's uh, makeup by Greg Canem, who did, like, Lost Boys and things like that. If you don't know what we're talking about, I think we've talked about it before on a different episode. You have, yes. Yeah, and it was a WDRB television show, and it only lasted, like, one season.
3: Yeah.
1: There's a DVD set for that, though. It's
0: bootleg as fuck. <laughs> you can't find it because I keep looking. It exists. Oh, I know. It's great because when you watch it, it <laughs> says Chiller. Remember that show? Yeah. That, that uh Station, it was. It's like in the back, and it's like on the right corner. I'm like, oh well.
1: Chiller was awesome. Though. I loved it. Chiller and Fearnet, that shit back in the day was the best.
0: Fearnet.com. I used
1: to watch like the Friday the Thirteenth TV series about the family that owns the antique store. <laughs> <It's good> t- <laughs> good point. Yeah. like who got that who was like yeah you know we should use the friday the 13th name for it? these two teenagers run an antique store yeah, with make, the yeah. it's actually it's a always, pretty good show but it's decent but you can't get someone to turn it on because of the premise when they see friday the 13th even like the lettering and everything
0: everything
1: there's even like that jason mask that's like in the background has like a wink and nod and yeah. then they fuck you. I wish they
0: had had that as a cursed object. They never did that episode. Yeah.
1: I won't go too deep into American Werewolf, though, because we could probably spend an hour talking about that. And that well, we've talked good. about it. We, we bring, we bring it up episodes. all the time. I feel like the Howling in American Werewolf probably have been brought up as much as Chud. Yeah. John yeah. Landis,
2: David Trick Norton, or Treat, Dr. Pepper. Trick or treat.
1: It's cool that you got Evil Speak. I haven't watched that in forever, but the rumor is, and it, yes. well, it doesn't matter because people are going to listen to this. Two what? months after the fact, but I think Joe Bob's doing it this week. <laughs> this week, oh wow, yeah, he's got Clint Howard on, and he said it has to do with the devil. So
2: yeah, evil so speak. It's be, yeah. So here's my
1: prediction, be- even though you guys are gonna hear it way later. Yeah, but th- we're evil already ahead of the curve this Friday, bro. just to let you know. It's Friday, he steals all our other shit. I <laughs> was the one There's that the actually put Clint Howard
0: front and center. Like you know, yeah. it's nice. So, and when he announced it, I was like, oh, it's finally people will know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah, it's, it's always the face in the background. So good Clint for Howard, yeah, he's
1: kind of a character actor type of guy, even though he's almost always the same kind of character.
2: Right, ice cream man. That's ice what I was for, that's for Right, them. he did do that. Gregor Tudor.
1: My favorite thing about him is that he sells pictures of his brother. lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 yeah, no he, does. he does. He he
2: does yeah. because I went. Uh, Rachel Rachel like, wanted oh, to get his autograph, he sells them. and I wanted, and I was looking at his table, and I was like, "Wait, that's Ron Howard's autograph." And then he had his dad's autograph on
0: there too. Yeah, now their dad's even. Yeah, he's yeah. Famous,
2: and yeah. I was just, I was just like, "What's, what's, uh, what's, what's going on here?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, we were Easter, and I asked him yeah. if they'd sign some." I was like, "Cool, I'll take that one." Yeah, you, holy fuck, I'm never gonna meet those I didn't people. They're actually, autographed. Yeah, they were
0: actually yeah, autographs.
2: Yeah, they're actually autographs. Get them
1: signed. What he does is that because he told me the same story at family events, he brings just a bunch of eight by tens, has the family sign them, and then sells them at conventions.
2: Wow, it was only like ten dollars more than than yeah. his autograph, and I'm like, well.
1: There was one with the like I'm never the whole gonna fa- meet your brother. Yeah, there was there's one with the whole have. family. He had the dad and the both brothers in like one That's picture. Crazy and shit awesome. for like you know eighty bucks. It was kind of like it was. I think his was thirty, and then the one for Ron Howard was like forty, and then you can get all three for. Like I think 60, it was like, think
2: yeah, it was sixty something like God that. God but hope Joe I mean, Bob brings that up. But
1: it's kind of funny though because like you know you you already kind of make that joke that he's like the brother no one talks about. Right. Cause of course he did like evil speak. And then there's ticks and fucking the ice wraith. cream man. We talked right? about the Wraith. Yeah. I
0: mean, Rock and roll high school. So many, you know, Roger Corman. Films. He
1: does the, the cooler movies. That's fucking for sure. Right. And he's the nicest fucking guy, but it's just so funny to see him just embrace it and go, if you want to buy a picture of my brother, Give me money. Right. Didn't he do <laughs> you know? uh, Three from
0: Hell with Bill Mosley? Because I know they just did a, a, a panel together like last Oh, year. yeah, yeah. Before, he before was,
1: before he pandemic, was in Three actually. from Hell. Did he?
0: Yeah, I actually, re- I actually recorded their little panel. I, th- and, uh,
1: I think I hit delete on my brain. He was also, yeah, he <laughs> was also on
2: Tango and Cash. He was. Remember oh. he was he was he was the uh, he was the cellmate with the slinky.
1: And the, oh yeah, they ties him up ties to him shut up. him up.
0: Oh yeah. my god, I'm fucking crazy it says Fester Sloan's trying to read or something. I can't remember. Or uh-huh. maybe it's the opposite. He's trying to read and Clint Howard's like just a psychopath and won't shut the fuck up. He won't.
1: That sounds like Clint Howard.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's sounds gonna right. to
1: September of nineteen
0: eighty one. And I put Don't
1: no, go, go near, near, the near the park. park. What the, the fuck is that? I
0: wrote some notes. Please. And, and no, I have a question did. mark by the name up there because I couldn't find a release date for it. Or I found have multiples. You seen it? I did. Right. Uh, I did because it's actually a Lena Quigley film. It's one of her first movies where she got actual lines. And
1: oh, they it, fucked up there.
0: <laughs> I said, I'll, 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 I'll read what I wrote. I said, boy, this is a really bad one. <laughs> bad wigs, bad acting, but good boobs. It's an early Lena Quigley film. She had a pretty pretty big role in this one. She plays a young girl that befriends the man, the main monster, a brother and sister that are, that are cursed in the Stone Age to be like vampires and have to feed on entrails to stay young. <laughs> and the, and he ends up marrying. She ends up marrying him, having his baby, so they can sacrifice the baby, so that I guess the mother, brother, and sister can eat the baby to like reincarnate or something like that. It's 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 really hard to get through. I mm. have to admit, but she's in mm. it for like I don't know most of the movie.
1: Just like Graduation Day. God damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the dude who made it made this movie. He was 19 years old, and it got an actual so wide So you could probably tell. Oh, yeah. It's bad. But, here, the, okay, if you're, like, into hersha gordon lewis movies okay. like uh blood feast not a lot not a lot you're of people in who, the dog shit. people who say like oh i love right those right. movies i'm like oh, how many do you have They're like you know yeah. i got uh you know you're not you just say it because everyone knows the name yeah i mean it's... that box
1: set went on clearance oh yeah and it's yeah. beautiful too i mean i've got not... the
0: gore gore girls vhs over there yeah. i enjoy his films but yeah. they're i understand what they are they were like a, a time capsule of that era when people weren't making gore movies and yeah. the blood looks awful the acting's bad this is the same thing, but it was made in '81, and it's very much that style. The blood looks so it's probably awful. influenced by it. Oh man, uh, I, I lost my track because it doesn't even matter anymore. But it's definitely uh, like what surprised to me was I actually wrote this down. Bob Burns, who we talked about a couple times, who was the production designer on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Howling, uh, he did the special effects. Was the movie. child
1: in that faulty movie?
0: <laughs> God damn it, not that Bob. <laughs> Uh, and that was the biggest thing about it is, like, at least they do they do these uh, stomach-tearing t- uh, scenes, and they look pretty decent. But it's still very H.G. Lewis-looking cheap.
1: If someone wants to watch it, where could they find it? Where did you find Jesus. it? Jesus.
0: Oh, wait. I actually put it on our Gore Club
1: page. You can't find it with Jesus. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Praise the Lord and go to the Gore Club YouTube page, and I put it on a list on there. So there you go.
1: Cool. There you go. Go to the Gore Club Facebook page and uh, torture yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> want to move on to Cannibal Apocalypse? Yeah, this is whatever. all you
2: again, man.
1: Is this a sequel to uh, Cannibal Holocaust? No. Or this Cannibal Furo? Ferox? Ferox? Is it called something
0: else in this another has, country? Yes, it does. It has it has at least a three three different uh, title
1: changes in its So name. how do these two words go together, Cannibal and Apocalypse? It doesn't How's make that
0: any sense why it's called this, because it has nothing to do with like the end of the world. There's not a zombie outbreak. Not really. It's a cop drama with John Saxon. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. That's a hard
3: left.
1: Yeah,
0: he comes back. He's got uh, his uh, I think it's his partner who is infected and then he just starts infecting other people like in his like his army, his what do you call it? Like your platoon.
1: Did you watch this one as well recently? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I found it. I found a Blu-ray at a local video store, and I was like, "Oh, it's so funny! We're going to talk about 1981 yeah. releases." And it's just there. And it's yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was our yeah. book and music exchange. It was like a local store. I okay, guess. yeah,
1: they get a lot of cool shit. So.
0: Yeah, it's a Euro Shock version Blu-ray, and uh, I was surprised that it's actually pretty well. It's it's pretty well made. John Saxon,
1: that throws me off. I know he's, he's, he's done a few weird things here and there, but Cannibal Apocalypse. It's
0: not a bit part. He's the star. He's the main cop who actually becomes a cannibal. And they're like human. They're, they're not like zombies and they're not like raving. They're like, it's not like a native thing. They're not trying to rip off or be racist. It's just like these army buddies who all get infected yeah. and they infect each other and then they just try to hide in the in the So, sewers, since they're army kind of buddies? Ridiculous. you
1: think it's a spin on like Apocalypse Now? Well, it's funny you should say that It's funny you should say that Because Uh. I
2: just looked it up To see if I can find it And the only thing I can find is a Cannibal Apocalypse redo Like... The, when they did the uh, did Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now, now and it's a documentary we from 2002. Do. Oh, oh, yeah, that's man. totally what that's it is. Totally. Okay, there so you it's go, it's Apocalypse guys.
1: Now with zombies. That's all I can remember. You I just, just missed the message. We didn't even see it, and we solved it for you. There you go. Thanks, guys. We're detectives. <laughs> I honestly, when you said the title, I thought it was just like the world's ending, and like some dude just like, whoop, well, got to eat people.
0: Got to eat people. Yeah. John Saxon's got to eat everybody.
1: Yeah. Fuck, I'm let down. No. But John Saxon. A... That's good. That's a thumbs you up. You do it with a kung fu. No, there's no kung fu in it. I can't remember, maybe. <laughs> so this this next one's like one of your guys' things, right? do Both both of you like this movie. I'm not a big fan the of the Bogans? Bogans. It's it's just it's people talk about it like they do
0: Spookies, but it's not even close to as good as Spookies is. Oh, spookies a, is the, shit on pretty badly. Yeah, it is pretty shit. <laughs> but it, since it's got its Blu-ray release, everybody's like, oh, I went and bought it. Oh, I got, it. I saw it on. Uh, I think Joe Bob actually did an episode. He, he did. I got. I got. So to, anything? Yeah. I think Derek talked talked about this. Maybe not last episode, but recently about like anything Joe Bob says. There's certain people who are just like, yeah, let's go, let's yeah. go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that, that happened recently, too. They did. The, they showed the, like, the shot-on-video things.
0: That's it. And that they was sh-
1: it. They yeah. showed show things in Sledgehammer, right? And my whole thing was everybody's like, oh, this piece of shit, I can't get through it. I'm like, yeah, if you haven't seen these two movies, you don't like shot-on-video. So you... There you go. You don't like the genre. You know, that's the yeah, thing. these are the
0: two of the better ones.
1: Yeah, these are two, like, movies that shot on video fans love to watch because they're intentionally fucking goofy. And they're like, ridiculous. They always try to sell it, like, you know, Joe Bob does it, like, very deadpan, talking like, yeah, they knew what they, they were trying to make a serious movie. The guy that made things was not trying to make a serious movie. Like, he embraces that shit all the time when people talk shit about him. But on the other hand, it's like Spookies. He showed Spookies the week before, and he shit on it, and he gave it, like, two stars or whatever. Yeah. But... Everyone I've ever talked to that watched Spookies as a kid loves Spookies. It's fun. Yeah. And once
2: you, and once you, once you like find
1: out it's more totally about stupid.
2: it, it makes it even better. It's like, oh, this was just two movies, and they just added all this shit together?
0: Great.
1: This yeah. is amazing.
0: Now we're talking about Boogins.
1: Boogins I did not watch. And I had to
0: write this. Stephen King must have had been handed a lot of money to, to put his line on the VHS because he was doing Evil Dead, which is actually good. And then this one he said, it's wildly energetic monster
1: movie haven't we had this uh, conversation about king before though doesn't yeah. he do this a lot like <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of stephen king's a bug things. man is he it, needs is a coke is, is it possible
2: when he said wildly energetic he meant his cocaine oh
1: my yeah he's wildly energetic <laughs> you think it's like like at a convention if you hand like a actor like your movie like hey man can you check out my indie film and you ask them how it was like a month later and they never watched it and they're like wildly energetic What's some generic <laughs> shit I can put together? And then you're like, Can I use that on the box? They're like, Get the fuck away from me. Sure, go away. Security. I'm sure you can. That probably happened to Stephen King a lot in the eighties and nineties. And that's where we get all these quotes and shit on the I mean, I guarantee if we go through these VHSs you have back here, we can find about three or four.
0: Oh, the so Stephen King just quotes like, yeah. wildly energetic.
1: Like, especially if you have his own movies. He's like, wildly energetic, <laughs> the stand. Gary Sinise, the fucking man.
0: <laughs>
1: Speaking well, of the cult, fuck yeah.
0: Oh, God. Oh, my God. That, that's actually a decent beginning of a film. But I, it's funny that you talked about the stand. Everyone was talking about the stand so much, the new one that came out. And then when it came out, you're just like, nothing.
1: Nothing. Yeah. Because they remembered what the stand is.
0: Yeah, it's a big Bible story. It's a big
1: Bible story, and it's a little boring. Very long. I mean, Uh, the the 90s were a a good time for those TV movies and shit. You know, watch fucking four episodes of a movie. It doesn't work so much these days. But get back to this fucking booger ends. booger Actually, speaking of the Boogins.
0: box, I wrote down the back of the box.
1: Uh, yes, tell me that, please. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised
0: you don't read own it. it to where read we it for read me. It, I let's... looked, and I thought I did.
2: Tell me about these piece of shit aliens. In a
0: small town near Denver, two young men begin to explore a long-abandoned old mine recently reopened by a group of miners. Yeah, that makes sense. When one of the men is, co- is discovered missing, that doesn't make sense to me, uh, his friends begin to search that leads to tell, tell them a... The search that leads them to a horrifying consequences they are all unaware of of the evil what that discovered was covered missing right <laughs> I would not watch this movie it's like it's badly written, I wrote it I swear, just like it's written uh the, the evil has been unleashed, and soon they will confront the unknown in order to save their lives and the entire town so it's got puns and it was written by a third grader I don't know, man, I even added commas where they were, and it just didn't make sense to yeah. me I was like oh, okay. I started it it
1: just it wasn't happening for me. That was one of them. I was like, you know what? We got so many movies in '81. I'm not doing this. Maybe we need it. Yeah. So, no. Sorry, fans of this, because I'm sure there's like some group of the boogies or whatever they're fucking called <laughs> that love it. <laughs> it's dog shit.
0: I put the entity on there, but yeah, I, what is that? It's been found in a lot of '81's list, but I discovered because when it came out, obviously I didn't see it when it came out. <coughs> it was 80, released in '83. '83. Okay. So I don't know if it was one of those that was made. And Your original list was wrong back. too,
2: because you put Piranha Two on there. Right. And and maybe that, is it a comes out of eighty
0: two. Right. Yeah, I had to take it off because it didn't Because a lot of the lists have it on there, and it says I was like, "Wait a second. I rewatched that movie last night, and I yep. was sitting on the sofa saying, "Wait a second. I think
1: T is on the Wikipedia list. If you pull like horror yeah. from eighty one, it, it is. Up, it is, yeah. and
2: it's wrong. Uh, and but it's I've got plenty of the... notes about it, so we'll talk about it some other time.
0: Yeah, no, I did too, man. And then uh, like, <laughs> save those
3: notes. <laughs> <Yeah. I'll> need, <laughs> you we'll need it for T.
0: Well, I mean, it's been a month since we've done the first eighty one episode, so I did like a refresher in some of the movies, and I was like wait a second, this is made in, it was not even released in 81, so
1: delete. Yeah, and you can't trust like uh, streaming services either because they just lie all the time.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't notice it until I wrote everything down. I was like, motherfucker, that says 82.
0: Like, yeah. The, so the same with Piranha 2, the entity was not released in 81, so skip.
1: So yeah. fuck it. So yeah. what's this? I can't skip. see that far. The
0: same thing with The Alchemist. It's on the top of a lot of a list because it obviously starts with A. Yeah, that but That was 84? not released until 84. Hmm. Sorry, alchemist. Oh, please. we'll just skip we this to Hop too. on
1: Wikipedia and fix this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's publicly ran. Full so uh, moon high. Full moon hey. high.
0: I have not really seen it, but you have the box. in you ha- Yeah, because
1: I haven't seen it either. I thought this was Teen Wolf, but it, it's tough being a teenager. Try turning into a werewolf every full moon.
0: That's fucking.
1: Ch- that's not even punny <laughs> or anything.
2: It's like Big Wolf on I Campus. I, I still haven't watched.
1: it. But that. I'll tell you this right now: four stars, good, hairy, fun. Says Blockbuster Entertainment Guide. Probably written by Stephen King
0: <laughs> for a dollar.
1: Yeah, this is too much. I'm not going to read all this, but it's just the problem of a typical high school teenager. What the problems of a typical high school teenager take on monstrous proportions in his comical free spirit send up of horror movies from the legendary cult film creator Larry Cohen. I like Larry Cohen. Yeah. I can't fucking see anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read it like anymore. Well, I said stop. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just read the very end. Non-stop gags, a dynamic ensemble of eccentric characters, and hilarious comedic turns by McMahon and Adam Arkin's real-life father, Alan Arkin.
3: There you go. So
2: he's just a teenager that also turns into a werewolf. It's literally yeah. like Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. I
1: mean, yeah, he's but it's like way before Teen Wolf. What's that rated? Couple of years. rated? Uh, it's rated PG.
0: Yeah, never yeah. Mind. It actually got a lot of people who they talk about that movie because it's the fourth werewolf movie released that this year. That but year, yeah. It gets yeah. the least amount of uh, of coverage. People talk about. I wonder Yeah, I wonder why. Lists, but I don't hear people actually going to like. I don't talk. They don't people don't talk about it when we talk about werewolf movies in '81.
1: Wait a minute, this kid's his plans soon change when his ultra right wing dad, played by TV icon Ed McMahon. <laughs> now I gotta watch it. I'm glad I went to the middle here. Hey-o. Ed McMahon was the guy that would throw giant checks at old people, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: That's my guy. He'd just show up at your door and just throw his fucking checks at yeah. you. Yeah.
1: I remember, like, I would check the mail, and my mom would get mad at me because I'm like, I want all these magazines. Because oh, there's always, no. like, the clearinghouse thing. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: Publishers, Publishers clearinghouse. Clearing that's what it was. Yeah. And, and it was also
1: on, like, the was it The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson? Oh, yeah. That's, they credited him with The Tonight Show in the back, but yeah. I was like, that's not Jay Leno.
0: Oh, this is the original. That's how it's why it's why he's dead.
1: <laughs> the only time I've ever watched the original Johnny Carson is that Hulk Hogan interview. Every now and then I'll go back to that because it's just funny. He's a Hulkamania brother before like he was in WWF,
2: so he was all roided out.
1: He dude, he's like this is like Thunder Lips Hogan. Oh yeah. So like the chair looks like an elementary school chair when he sits in it. It's pretty fucking funny and awkward.
2: Oh, that so next, so oh, next one is Prowler. The Prowler,
0: man. Yeah, directed by Joe Zito, written by six fucking people. What? Which is pretty cool because it's a pretty coherent film. Six brilliant people. Yeah, starring Vicky, Vicky Dawson as Pam. And for years, I thought she was the blonde and pumpkinhead until I did some research on this episode. Uh, let's see. Christopher Gautman is- Why Richard. would you think that? Because <laughs> she looks just like her.
2: Because uh, they look the
0: same. They're blonde. Richard, Christopher Gautman is the like the Richard Hatch Apollo guy from like- uh, He looks like Battlestar Galactica Apollo.
3: Remember that hey, Not show? to rewind
1: too much. I finally found my note on the Boogans.
3: <laughs> the Boogans. It just says, I don't want to watch this.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. The, uh. Oh my God. So yeah, the, 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 that's where I was at with that. Um, Anyways, back, back
0: to fucking Prowler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of
2: one of Tom Savini's most proud movies. He loves the he loves the effects he did in this movie. Oh, the Prowler! Yeah,
0: we'll definitely get to that because I want to talk about. I some love Tom effects Savini this. shit. effects uh, Farley Granger is the the sheriff
1: of this town, and I guess we'll just spoil it. Fuck
0: it. Well, we so, so
1: going with the opening scene, I mean, the couples like it's that stab through uh, with the pitchfork mm-hmm. and the. the was that be- that's pre Friday Thirteenth? This is right? where I was going to get to. We were Perfect. Kinda, we hinted at it last time, but we didn't want to go into the Prowler. But was this before Friday Thirteenth? With yes. the whole, like the couple because f- that becomes like a staple for Jason Voorhees. Yeah. But for me, I feel like that's the first time it was done on film that I've seen, and it's it's very yeah, you're, cute. You're
2: probably right. I mean, this movie, way to go out. This movie is very similar to uh, My, Blo- My Bloody yeah. Valentine. Like yeah. the the storylines well, are. Pretty similar. I
1: think with Friday the 13th, it kills a little more, not that it fucking matters, but realistic. Because the pitchfork going through two bodies seems like a lot to me. The giant pole and the fucking whatever the fuck else Jason uses, more practical. Just
2: whatever. Whatever yeah. you can find. But
1: I love that opening scene. I don't, I mean, it's just like, yeah, fuck it. This guy shows up in all black and just stabs some these motherfuckers. And now we're in 1980. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Friday the 13th part two came out first.
1: Okay, So, so
0: my him. thinking so was, to the market. this is what I wanted to talk about, so I had to check the date real quick. Um, I thought that he was just saying fuck you to that movie because there's the pitchfork scene yeah. with the rat, just like where she hides under the bed. Yes. I, and, and then the pitchfork breaks in half and she uses it. I was like, the, is he being like, fuck you, Friday the 13th franchise? And then what you just talked about. Like, it's totally, he has mm. to be, he cannot be.
1: Just kind of telling them to fuck themselves?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, because, you know, that, that whole crew was like, there's not going to be a Friday the 13th Part 2. Fuck you guys. I'm yeah. And then they offered him Friday the 13th Part 2, and then he's like, no, I'm going to do this movie, The Prowler. I know he did The Burning and then did the, did the Prowler.
1: Both are which are superior to most Friday the 13th movies. It's true. I love Friday the 13th Part 2, but I couldn't I, you you can't the franchise. watch The Prowler
0: and not see some of those scenes and go, wait a second.
1: I've always liked The Prowler I like because it's like a horror movie Footloose. It's like, you can't dance here anymore. If you dance, murder will happen. <laughs> it's the evil foot. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. They're like, we can't. We haven't had a dance in forty-five years. If you dance, people will die.
2: It's just like so. If John Lithgow just Was just killing it with people. Jesus, it's the same movie. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Well, holy hands. That would be so much better if the Prowler was Kevin Bacon showing up to that town. I'm like, Let's no, guys, dance. we're going to fucking dance. <laughs> people are getting stabbed I Need a
0: Hero. <laughs> you don't know, but the outside of this building's on fire.
1: <laughs> so the guy who
0: played the Prowler never Kevin got Bacon. credit. Really? He never, he, no, he didn't get credit. His name is Peter oh, Giuliani, and he became a producer of movies like Collateral, Toys, Sphere, and the Birds of Prey
1: show. Is that the, the creepy mayor guy?
0: No, the guy who actually played the prowler in the hood. Oh, I thought you were talking about, hood. like, the,
1: like oh, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking of, With the leaking hair. Yeah, I was like, that's no. probably why it wasn't credited. They're like, fuck that. Uh, there's a
0: lot of actors in this movie, uh, like I said, about the the there's main actor. a lot actors. of actors in every I mean, movie. A, lot of, a lot of actors people knew at one time, and that was yeah. kind of like a staple of the 80s is, like, taking older uh, cowboy actors or whatever and putting them in movies to make them like, give the movie a little bit more Toys Trap. Right. Oh, Rifleman, Right. Yeah. I mean, like Halloween, all these things. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Tierney is in this film. He's the old man in the wheelchair who's a piece of shit and he is a piece of shit in real life. He, he, his, he was jailed so many times during his early Hollywood days that they just stopped hiring yeah. him for any movies. He shot his nephew on the set while filming Reservoir Dogs and they had to bail him out to finish Reservoir Dogs.
2: And when you say shot, you mean like actually shot him with the bullets? Yes, yes.
0: Okay. I don't mean you saw him on the set, but while filming that movie, That'd that didn't even That better. actually happened.
1: <laughs> it was just like, fuck they're you. Like, well, we, we Tarantino's get
2: getting, getting really fucking meta now, just shooting people. Well,
0: Tarantino has a story in one of the special features, I think, on the Reservoir Dogs about how much he hated working with Lawrence Tierney, but he was a legend. There you go. Well, you should just <laughs> uh, you should just
2: suck it the up. Be like be like Werner Herzog. For as much as I like, him.
1: yeah. For as much as I like the Prowler, it is like a it's a bad murder mystery because it's blatantly obvious who the killer's going to be the whole time. I'll I mean, be back. They bring you don't up see the, him the whole movie. And then the rest of the movie, like the whole time he's gone, they bring up the sheriff. Like, well, can't phone him. And then the one guy, like the worst hotel clerk ever, answers the phone. He's like, Nope, he's not here. They're like, can you check? Yeah. And he sets the phone down and just like I don't forget what he does. Maybe jerks off or something. And it comes back five minutes <laughs> later. He's just like, yep, he's not here. That's one of my favorite scenes because that dude could have prevented it so much. I know. Just that lazy fuck would have been like, uh, yeah, he's not in his room. So he's probably out murdering all your friends. Go get him. <laughs> hey, soft.
0: Uh, Joe Zito and Tom Semini teamed up again for Friday the 13th, part four. Uh, and it, actually, that movie, as well as this one, has a carry ripoff ending. Well, they cut it out of part four at the end, where you know the yeah. mom comes back at the end. But we have, I think everyone now has seen that scene that they've been cut out, where the mom just disappears. She walks out in front of the part four, and then she just disappears, and then you don't see her again. And the special features used, there's actually a scene of her like coming back to life for no fucking reason whatsoever. Is there really? Yes, <laughs> I'm not kidding. But this also has uh, like a Carrie Ripoff thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Welcome it's... to slasher film.
0: Why well, do everybody. I watch this
1: shit? I love it and I hate it at the same time. I did like that the prom band nowhere fast. They're kind of fun. Did
2: you, did you see if they had a band camp? Did you find any of their music? Uh,
1: they are on YouTube. They do have like a oh my YouTube. God. So you, you can find some of their songs on YouTube. I do have like every movie. We try to do that with things. When we watch things the other night, we're trying to look up that band.
2: Oh, Tailspin?
1: Tailspin, yeah. <laughs> but you can find covers of it, but you can't find the actual song. But you can uh. find like losers in their basement with their fucking, <laughs> I knew the <laughs> acoustic version of Tailspin. So 300 nerds will clap for you. Uh, so whoa. we got evil, dead.
2: evil Dead's the next movie. What is,
1: what's the Evil Dead? What is that? Uh, no, I don't know. I think, I think uh, it's. it's uh, uh...
2: Have you ever seen Reading Rainbow? <laughs> sort of like that, but there's zombies. Do I look
1: like I've seen Reading Rainbow? I do, do you see how
3: hard anything. it was to get through this, back oh. in this
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I think we've talked about we Evil had, Dead quite a bit. We had a whole Bruce Campbell episode, and I was thinking, is there anything to say about this movie that hasn't either been said by us or everybody or
1: else. else in the world? It's okay. Uh,
0: yeah, no. It's a tough one, man. The only thing, like, everyone knows, like, the Coens helped edit this movie. Uh, who's all starting it? What was going on? How their names were changed because there SAG issues. All these things, like the fake shimps, the special effects. Everyone knows it all. How they beat the shit out of Bruce Campbell, and that's how he really got his break. They're like, well, this guy will do fucking anything. The one thing I did find is I did at least I did I myself did not know is that it did get prosecuted as a video nasties as most Mm -hmm. of these movies did, and this uh, this it was the reason because how many times they had to go to court and it was guilty. Uh, This is the movie that stopped uh, Sam Raimi from making ultra violent films, and that's why everything became orange and green and ridiculous over the top.
1: Eighty one video nasty is a lot different than like if you're like a ninety one video nasty, yeah.
0: And then when was levels (laughs) of shit. Uh, there are six DVD releases between Anchor Bay and Elite Entertainment in the uh, 90s. only six? Oh, in
1: the 90s. Yeah, the 90s. Okay, as I say, holy fuck, dude. No, I, man. I have probably six or seven. I've got a lot. And I'm picky about the ones I pick up. I know. It's just, they get me every time.
0: But that's uh, there's not a whole lot we can say about this that hasn't been said. God damn it. Evil Dead.
1: That's Evil Dead. I mean, it, it, for a lot of us, it started our love for this genre in general. I mean, I've talked to a billion different people that, you know, this that's the franchise that got them into it. <laughs> and someone like me, younger... I watched Army of Darkness on TV. Like, we've talked about that before, and I had to go backwards with this shit. But yeah. it, it really did draw me into all Same this here, shit, man. You know? this
2: Same here. I saw, I saw Army of Darkness in the yeah. drive-in, then had to go find the videotapes. Yeah, I and saw I found part them. two first. Yeah, I, saw, I saw Army of Darkness part two, and then I found the first one.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's that's normal. Nowadays, people shit on you. for Like like I was talking about at the beginning of the show, it's like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, man, we didn't have it. We had, you're always talking about seeing it on television, late-night TV. Yeah, seeing be. it on
1: TV, yeah. I saw Friday the 13th part three first. It's just how it works, yeah. That's the best way to Some to me, as like a kid, it's awesome seeing it on TV. Because then, when I finally rent it, I'm like, "Titties!" <laughs> <laughs> these weren't in the TNT version, you know. Like when you're like a 12 year old and you've been watching this, like you know, every Friday the thirteenth, every Halloween, you, these movie, all these horror movies come on, and then suddenly you decide to rent them, even though you've seen it a billion times. One day you go to the video store and the shit you want's not there, so you're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna rent this movie." You know, it's just comfort food. And then all of a sudden, it's like my comfort food has extra blood and titties. This is awesome. <laughs> I so love the size. Like, I remember when that happened to me. I instantly, I'm like, oh, I gotta rent everything I've ever watched on TV. Sometimes you'd be let down. You rent like trimmers, are like, fuck, it's just trimmers. It's just
2: trimmers. You're just really hoping there's titties in movies that you just had no
1: clue about. Just every fucking movie I ever watched. I'm like, oh, I should just rent like Magic School Bus. Like, I fucking. <laughs> <right>? more acid <laughs> than let's that. let see what, let's let's just see what, what happens. It's like you know, your teenage brain just you think everything's cut to death for TV. Which a lot of it was, even though, like, you know, the 90s were the boom for Monster Vision and uh, USA Up All Night and all that shit, but they still cut it up. Yeah, they did. Like, Rhonda Shear can show her tits, but you can't show them in the movie.
0: <laughs> Rhonda Shear, holy shit. That was the, she's like the third host of that show.
1: Yeah. So for me, like, you, as my age range, it was Gilbert Gottfried and Rhonda Shear. I know there was a host like before that. Commander I, USA. Commander USA. Yeah. That's, was that an actual human? Yes. Yeah, you say that up, I think <clears throat> of like that small soldiers guy. Yeah.
0: He mainly did like light, light stuff, and then when they moved him to the the nighttime stuff, is like then cool. they were, they kind of realized like this is not the right guy. It's we're, fun. He dressed up in like superhero. He smokes a fucking He looks kind of like the mix between the comedian and Doctor Strange. So did they have
1: like an MTV VJ type of thing that they were yeah. going for, trying to pick up on the steam that MTV had going for him?
2: Yeah, and then, cool. Gilbert, you, then Gilbert, and then Gilbert Godfrey, Godfrey be like, hey, your you. voice is annoying. Come out here and talk about movies. I, I know, but he
1: always showed that. So what's cool about Gilbert is he always. Showed Showed the party movies, so he would show like party camp and all this shit that like. Party nerds. Also, yeah. if I rented those,
3: titties, titties, <laughs> you know, like,
1: there's like so much sex in those. You had like these crazy expectations of for what like a college field trip was. <laughs> Let's see yeah. what we got next. It's got strange
0: getting... behavior, which I've never seen. I have no I idea. what that, that is. I just wanted to mention it because I know there's people out there who love this kind of films. They're gonna yell at us. Uh, and then I put Enter the Ninja because I love that movie, but I don't think we should dig into it because it's not horror, but fuck it's awesome.
1: It's a good movie. Yeah, but yeah,
2: we... yeah I would I really wish i had to watch that instead of the next one. The pit. The pit.
1: Dude, come on. The pit is so, hey, much. Hey, it's, so it, much. It's so much for the pit. It's it's fun, it's it's got
2: layers, it's got trogs, it's got <laughs> a creepy kid. I wrote down It's got Julie Brown. <laughs> yes, no, wait, is that the one with Julie Brown? Or am I thinking of the other movie? No, no, no. That was another movie we covered earlier. I wrote down Your thought process. Uh, I thought it right had now, the wow.
0: weirdest openings that never that I have never watched. Oh, let would see. I thought it had one of the weirdest openings that i would ever watched. Much like the episodes of this podcast, it starts without any explanation. No, it starts. You it, just it, starts in, <laughs> yeah,
2: it starts in the face. Yeah, it starts in. It starts in like a scene in the like. That, that happens in the, the middle movie. of the movie, yeah. yeah. You
0: guys, I know. I was just like, wait, didn't I just see this fucking scene already again? What, you watch it your way, and I'll watch it mine. Yeah. So Yeah.
1: Uh, let's just, like the quickest rundown of this, so we'll just say what it's about, and then we'll just kind of fill in a few gaps here. So there's this little shithead kid that gets picked on a lot, and he's, kind of, he's kind of like Bob from the previous movie in a lot of ways. If you've ever seen Ted, if you see that <laughs> shitty comedy, You're Ted, this is horror movie, Ted, because it's this kid with this fucking teddy bear that tells him to do things, but the the bear never really talks, but it's insinuated that this kid's hearing things from this bear, and he discovers this pit that has these boogans in it. Or the trogs, <laughs> he calls, and
2: he can't even say like he finds out that they're yeah. trogs, and he calls them the troglodites. And he realizes like I
0: thought yeah, he was saying troglodytes tra- for a tra- while. Tra- well, they are troglodytes,
2: but he, said, he says he says troglodites. I don't know what any of these Also, words he's means. got he's got the '80s equivalent of a chili bowl haircut. Continue.
0: He's got the chili bowl. So
2: essentially,
1: <laughs> what, what starts happening is he discovers that these like these little monster dudes live in a pit that they can't get out of because they're, I guess they don't have any upper body strength. So. He just starts feeding people. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I can't remember if they tell him to do that or how he just figures, like, no, he, a teddy don't bear want... does.
2: No, oh, right. He t- tells him to feed him, he throws him, like, snack cakes and little Debbie's, but it doesn't work until he actually throws
0: a little Debbie down the, down the well. I was surprised at the special it, effects, actually. For and he wears a fucking turtleneck. Well, the little turtle monsters. No, no, they look cool. They do look cool. Yeah, Dennis yeah. is shaking his head. Dennis is recording this tonight. He's like, no, no, the, the no. Kids, You're wrong, Steve. The,
1: <laughs> the kill scenes in this movie, like, the one girl is so fucking dumb. <laughs> like, he steals her bike, and he's taken off with it, and she's just like, whoop. You should see that big hole.
2: That's half the kills in the movie. He just tricks people into falling into a fucking hole. Like, well, he's like,
3: like seven. All right, So, so his,
2: mother, his mother's out of town, so this lady's watching him for You've like, I don't well, know, buddy. like
1: fucking 12 months or something like that. Which, by the way, do you like washing me? <laughs> yeah. It's a weird scene. Yeah, but she's like this lady who's watching him, which is weird anyway, that she's in like the bathroom with him, like scrubbing him down in the bathtub like he's an He's gotta eight be like 13 man. or 14 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. He's 12. like, yeah, he's not young enough for this situation. And he looks dead at her. Do you like washing me? Oh
3: my God. I would move. It's very very
1: <laughs> awkward.
2: Yeah, she should have just left at that point. But like she has she has a boyfriend. And like, he kills the fucking boyfriend. They're tossing a fucking football, and he runs for the ball.
0: I know. And he just jumps into the fucking hole. Well, you know, I don't look at my feet when I'm catching a ball. Dude. I, the wheelchair
1: I, kills the best, because when he's pushing the wheelchair, there's like learning Looney Tunes music fucking light. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this happening? This movie's supposed to be like dark and weird, and there's just like this zany fucking music. And nobody
2: fucking uh, notices. All these people are fucking disappearing. disappearing. And they're there's just no like, bodies,
1: what's man. going on? Hello. Yeah.
2: He steals an old lady in a wheelchair. He just talked about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: he tells the babysitter point blank. He's like, hey, I'm killing people. And she's like, no, you're not. He's like, you want to go see my pit? Like, as soon as you say that, I'm like, all right, I believe you. you ah. people, dude. And she still follows him. And then, you know, she, she slips. Yeah, and she even, like, she, she just slips.
2: She dies. And, like, the whole movie is this kid throwing people into a pit with these little troglodytes. But the end. But at the end of the movie, he ends up going to live with his grandmother. Oh, yeah. And they see, there's a there's a little girl there next door, and she's like, you want to play with me? And they go off, and they're running through the woods, and then there's a fucking pit there, too. Yeah, yep,
1: and she just, coincidence, bye, buddy, and pushes she, him in. And she pushes him <laughs> and in. and, it, and it, just, just to go back just a little bit so we can get the fuck off this movie, <laughs> but before that happens, the way you think the story's supposed to end is the cops, like, they, they build a search party. Like a Halloween 3 or whatever the fucking Halloween they did that in. What was it 5? Where they're yeah. like, oh, get a search party to hunt Michael Myers. That's what they do in this one. They're like, search party. We'll just bust a cap and all these motherfuckers. Part 4. Yeah, that's it. They just go shoot them.
0: Yeah. yeah. They shoot them and fill the hole.
1: <laughs> and he also sees the it babysitter's ghost.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was fucking weird. <laughs> that's a, no, I know it's a weird thing to say about this movie. It's all weird. If you, was-
1: if you dabble in shrooms or acid, watch The Pit. If not, fucking do something else. <laughs> Literally anything else.
2: So from there... <laughs> the pit. We go to the Dark night of the Scarecrow. From crow. there, if you
1: have problems sleeping... You can watch Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. You talked she about this, this before,
0: and Derek is not a fan. I don't think Dave is either. No, I'm the only one no. who liked this movie. I guess if I you saw it like as when, as when it came out, yeah,
1: like I mean, that matters a lot sometimes. It does. It really and I does. totally
0: understand it. We can yeah. skip it because I don't even have it really. Like no, that's fine. You know, at least on CBS, it was a big deal at the time. The
1: old man that made it was very nice. He was so nice that I didn't talk shit to him. Wow! After he made me watch his movie. <laughs> Because remember, it was it was vanished for a while, and he released that DVD about 10 years ago. Yep. I was at the first convention he showed it at, and my buddy that was with me, Jake, started this old Gore Club shit, yeah. was there, and he's like, I love this movie. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't believe that most of the time. That usually goes wild places. And I, dude, plus I was drunk. So I sat in this room in a shitty chair watching this slow paced oh, made for a TV. very slow paced movie. It was hard, yeah. but I felt so bad. About, I have it on Blu-ray.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah,
1: I just I was like, man, he's so pumped about getting this released. I'm just gonna buy it. That was the
2: first time you were shamed into buying a movie, wasn't it? it I don't
3: doubt know. It. Yeah, I doubt it. I, I've been we support a lot of our friends. I've
1: I've bought some shit from conventions. I mean, I've going, been going to conventions for about 15 years now, and I've I've bought shit from indie people. Like I've literally seen somebody like behind their table a whole weekend not make a dollar, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy this motherfucker's movie. I'm gonna talk to him about his movie for like five minutes and act like it's real, <laughs> and I'm gonna give him ten dollars, <laughs> and we're gonna go on for our lives. Uh, yeah, but then after Dark Knight Scarecrow, which we're not going to talk about anymore, it was on CBS, there you go, uh, Halloween 2. <laughs> Halloween 2, which, which we have ta- we've talked with, about. We did a whole episode.
0: We did. It's the same thing with Evil Dead. I tried to find something that I might not have known about. Originally, it was supposed to be filmed in 3D. I didn't know that. John Carpenter didn't like it. They were going was there a 3D <laughs> boom
1: at that time? I yeah. thought that came a little later.
0: It came, it came like two years later with okay. like Jaws and Amityville. Uh, this was actually originally supposed to be set in the future. Uh, like not like space like <laughs> cyborg fucking <laughs> like he's in space but it was supposed to be set a few years later where like Jason was gonna stalk Laurie and his and her children in apartment like a high rise apartment yeah. complex. Uh, let's see. I remember uh, what else did I find? That'd I think kinda cool like, like the raid.
3: <laughs> yeah. just, she's like, Michael Myers going up, right? yeah. Or no, the opposite. Michael Myers going
1: up the steps. She's yeah. at the top floor.
0: Oh my god, she's the big boss. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I also looked up. I didn't. I, this kind of ticked me off a little bit. I didn't know about. In the 30th anniversary edition, that Universal had now bought the rights, they t- removed Mustafa Akkad's name off of the credits, opening credits, because mm. they all said, you know, presents, presents, and yeah, it's always he, like every him. single one of them. Yeah. And that when they did the, they released the DVD or Blu-ray. I cannot remember which one it is. I just found that. Maybe a couple days ago, this information, and I was like, "Wow, that's fucked that they yeah. did that." And then, he, of course, he gets killed in a terrorist attack. Yeah, but he, died, he He it was like happened around the same time they did this.
1: But they've went back since, right? Yes, it's, it's all been. I feel re- like on my set, it's there. It has been replaced. Good. Um, yeah,
0: because that's fucked. It, it, it grossed more than any other. Most of these other films that are <laughs> probably to combined. Through. Yeah, it, it was actually a big thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's actually the first one that doesn't have uh, like animal death. Halloween two. Uh, Halloween has two where he eats the one where you found the little yeah. carcass and then he strangles the dog. So there you go. That's, no, that's animal that's death happy. In this one. Halloween
1: two. Halloween uh, <laughs> two. For all you animal lovers out Animals there. Are safe. Halloween two.
0: Dog, dog, no, dog, no
1: dogs die in the making of Halloween oh, two. Let's
0: see what's next. Shock treatment. What about shock
1: treatment? Do any dogs die in shock treatment?
0: They did when they watched it. I actually like Shock Treatment Treatment. The only reason I put it on there is because I forgot that it came out in 1981. It's the kind of sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then just go find it if you're a big fan of that movie. Let's move on.
3: All
2: right. Galaxy of Terror. And why is there a question mark? Do you not know what day it came out?
0: No, I could not find an official release date. Because when you go on different sites, it, it either has nothing or it says a different one from a... Like the other site that says it has a date. So I was like, that's kind of strange. This has
1: Joni and no Chachi. I know. <laughs> this movie has a lot of people in it. It's uh, Robert England, very
2: Robert early Englund. on. Yeah, see, it's, it, it, it's weird because if you look at, like, cast and crew, yep. you've got Robert England,
3: You've got Egg. Sid
2: Haig. But, I mean, as far as crew goes, James Cameron was the second unit director. Yeah. Bill Paxton was a set designer. Oh, I didn't I set, see that. Uh, a set dresser um, in the movie. But, you know, this movie is... This movie Roger, I yeah. love this movie. Robert Ro- Roger Corman wanted to make movie. Alien, yeah. and that's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, he, and had, it, he had some money. He had money. It was it was a very graphic movie. Sid it was
1: playing just like a straight up badass. It's fantastic. The oh, it's time. Time. It is so good. And yeah. <laughs> he's got his little weapons. When he has to, like uh, the arm cut off, and then like the arm stabs you, is the best fucking thing in the world. <laughs> like it has to, With like that a,
0: weird like crystal like shard. <laughs> Yeah, his crystal, his
2: crystal weapon.
0: It's like a crystal glaive, like from Krull.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a brutal movie, man. It, I don't understand the rape scene or why it happens. No, wasn't it supposed was supposed to
0: happen. It was no, really? it was and cut then Roger down and redid
2: it. Well, redid. Roger Corman wanted to do that a certain he wanted way. More. Yeah,
1: That's, he wanted more, but it got cut really? down. The
0: actress was not happy when she saw really it. That
1: really ruins like the feel of the whole. Because the movie's like really fun. Even the kills and shit, it's all just kind of fun, it's goofy 30s, sci-fi. Yeah. And then that scene happens. And it's like fuck yeah why is this even it doesn't fit any narrative at all and hired a body it's literally like a giant maggot by the like for those who haven't seen it it's not like person on person it's like this alien maggot worm thing thing. yeah Yeah. 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 attacking this lady for like no reason doesn't do it to any other character there's other women on the ship everything it's very evil dead where it's like
0: awful at the beginning and then somehow she enjoys it at the end it gets weird yeah Yeah. he hired a body double to finish those scenes out to make them a little bit more graphic
1: yeah, Roger was, Corman. Yeah, man. Yeah, but that, but
2: that was cut. So though too, a lot of it was cut because the movie was originally rated X. I bet. And they I had to cut it. a oh, lot of I the gore, and they had to cut that scene down. But for all right, so we, we're jumping all over the place in this movie. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's so this movie is basically, like scene. I said, it's like Alien. These people they they crash land on a on a on an alien planet, and there's this giant pyramid, and then when they get into the pyramid. The madness ensues, really. I mean, it gets really... Yeah,
1: it gets really crazy. I mean, because there's no rules for this. I mean, because there's even, like, Robert England has to fight Robert England. You know, he gets cloned <laughs> at one point. For and some it, reason. And it's it's it, they, what they, that does. Yeah. It does.
0: It does. It does, like, it makes fake versions of your friends in that country. It's your so fear. Right. I thought it was, like, right. your fear, right? It's yeah. dealing
1: with, like, what your fears are, what you would have nightmares about. So, I guess... She dreamed of maggots getting her, which is crazy. You gotta get on some sleep medication, girl. Uh, <laughs> some Ambien, maybe. Yeah, you got it. Robert England gets killed by the clone of attacked by a clone, so he yes, she doesn't get killed by him. Joni, which is so crazy to me that <laughs> Joni she loves like, Chachi gets her fucking head squeezed like like exploded.
0: She wanted that to happen because she knew that her scene was actually supposed to have a nude scene as well, and she was like, "I'm not doing it." Yeah, I'll
1: just blow my head up. Yep. You think someone read? Yeah, I want to know who has owns that mold of Joni's fucking head.
0: <laughs> it's the same one they use in like where the Friday the Thirteenth Part Three when he squishes the guy's head. I his eyeball it. pops out. Mister Hand ends up being the master. Is what <laughs> uh, Mr. Yeah, Mister Hand, right? Isn't that him? It's like was it Ray Walston or whatever his name I is? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think
1: he's Mister. He's Mister Hand. He's Mister Hand. Reveals that pyramid was ancient toy used to fight fear. So I did put that on here. See, I, I make notes sometimes, man.
2: It's weird, it's like some sort of weird passing of the torch, but if you've never seen it, you should definitely watch it. You should
1: watch totally it. watch it. I mean, kind of disregard the fucking maggot scene that shouldn't be there, but other than that, just, I love this movie. And it's my first time watching it in probably 5 years, but going back to it now, I'm getting a little less cynical as I get older too. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot. I thought it was awesome. Like yeah. I'll definitely revisit it more. This is wild. Even I, You know that that scene. <sighs>
0: Uh, that movie, it, it's, it's not like, like you said, the like, older I get, the more I, I can appreciate it. But I, yeah. I, I always forget that rape scene when I hadn't seen it for, yet, for yeah. years. It's like Evil Dead. You watch yeah. Evil Dead, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and Sam Raimi at least regrets
1: movie? it. You know, he's he's has spoken against that scene yeah. here and there. And Roger I think Corman definitely doesn't. Roger, Roger Corman's shit. probably like, he probably doesn't remember it. He's done so much shit. He's like, fuck, I don't know. I was drinking. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> that was my 2000th movie. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's also, how can I get people to react? You know, how how can I get them to react to this movie or talk about my movie? Oh, I can do that. Yeah, you can, but why?
3: No, don't do it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure no nobody bought the movie going, oh, you know, it's going to have a maggot rape somebody.
0: (laughs) That's not a good selling point. Nobody was not
1: surprised. One one dude probably did. We were talking
0: about Italian films like a couple episodes ago, and it's like a lot of Italian films are very rapey. It's like... You want to talk about Japanese animation? Like fuck, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And sometimes there's a market for it. If there's like a if it's like a serial killer movie and that's part of this like dude's demeanor and what they've done, humanoids from the deep. I can kind of understand it to an extent. But right. when you're taking like a movie like this where it has like no business being involved in it, it's just like right. it's, it's out of left field. It'd it's be like, like if there was just like a gas station why is well, like, there a gas station there? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like In experiment. space? Like
0: it just doesn't make sense. It's just there. Well, I'm thinking like I just remember, like Humanoids from the Deep is it's about raping Gilman. Yeah. So I, I, I can't put it past it to do something like that. Just off, off but at least Humanoids
2: from the Deep that's like the that's essential to the central to the plot. Yeah. The, this one's breeding. just like oh There's
1: yeah
0: breeders. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, when we anyway. talked
1: about humanoids was like you know maybe he just really hated Creature from the Black Laguerre, and He's like I'm gonna ruin this motherfucker's <laughs> reputation right now. And we had to wait until that uh, Del Toro movie came out to fix it.
0: Uh, absurd. Now, absurd? Oh, yeah. Dave was There's... thinking that we had talked about this movie, and I don't maybe, remember. Maybe, maybe we did. Maybe
2: I mentioned it. I don't know. Like... We,
0: I mean, we've mentioned it before because it's the I... sequel to An- Anthropophagus. Order. Anthropophagus. Part, it's part two. It's a loose remake. I can't spell that.
2: Joe D'Amato directed, yeah. uh, written by George Eastman, stars in it, same guy that was in Anthropophagus eating a yeah. baby. Um, He's a lot of Django These films. people
1: do not yeah. know what time football games happen.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? What's what? his notes? It's like that's bullshit. a realistic. running thing
1: in this movie is that they mention the Super Bowl over and over, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's like it's like midnight, and they're yeah. constantly like, "Get ready for the Super Bowl!" Like the first time, like the the cop guy runs into like the killer, they're just like, there, "There's Super Bowl, the Super Bowls tonight, Pittsburgh Steelers," and then when they're all watching the Super Bowl in his family's house, they're eating spaghetti. <laughs> Who has a Super Bowl party and they're like, I made spaghetti? I know it's maybe yeah. now, That's the what thing. we're doing. It's the weirdest fucking thing that it throws me off every time. I've I've seen this maybe like two or three times, but it really came out when I'm trying to like pay attention for a podcast and they're constantly going like it's a big night. The Rams and the Steelers are gonna be playing for the championship and it's like eleven PM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's some pasta
1: yeah i don't know what time this is all of, but bleeding man hospitalized and Super Bowl is what i put there
0: yeah that's a great note
1: so
2: he's he's he, george uh, he's G's been plays plays the killer in this and he's it's porno holocaust he's in porno holocaust, in in porno holocaust. Yeah. He, he helped uh write that one too and diamato helped he he directed it and so diamato is the second movie this year, I
0: know. year. he did a
2: porn that's fucking weird and then this one that's is actually Pretty good.
0: It, I just, was surprised how good it is when I went back and watched this,
3: this movie. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I like this it's movie. It's got a it's lot of luck. cool kills, man.
2: And like the eyeball stuff in this one, too. Like,
1: yeah, the dialogue kills me sometimes on it. And just some of the things that happen, like him just waking up in that hospital room and just grabbing a drill and just like, yeah, gotcha, nurse. <laughs> and, <just walks laughs> gotcha. And,
2: and I'm pretty sure this is the one where he pours the acid on her face.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> this has got like a ton of kills. <laughs> And it's, it's set in California. Graphic. Just for my time thing, I did make a note that it is supposed to be set in California, by the way. So in California, it's nighttime. Super Bowl, if the Super Bowl was on in California during the night, that means everywhere else that's on at like midnight or 1 a.m. Yeah, it's on in the morning. And they're like, hey, it says spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it says spaghetti. California. I know what
2: we're doing for Super Bowl this year, Derek.
1: <laughs> I want to go to like BW3s and be like, you guys got any spaghetti?
2: Can you got some p- meatballs? Oh, uh, but uh yeah, the movie's really good. I, I really like that the the fact that like you wanna try the, to explain the,
1: the plot? No. Like if you could do it like in one paragraph?
2: Yeah, the guy's a monster, but he doesn't wear makeup and he just fucking kills people. It's a failed
1: science experiment. Yeah. essentially. Yeah, it, it
0: reminds me of the uh what's the Chuck Norris one where he's basically fighting Michael Myers? We've just we've talked we talked about Walker. This show. Yeah, that's fucking great But it's not that one It's uh, Fuck It doesn't matter And he's basically Fighting Michael Myers It's like an unstoppable
1: thing And that's the thing About this movie I, I yeah.
0: thought that like The guy who was chasing him Is very Sam Loomis
1: He is Yeah he's totally Sam Loomis yeah. He's the one that first Brings up the Super Bowl. This guy's unstoppable man. <laughs> yeah I mean he shows up At the hospital To explain like What the guy is And no one believes him They're like Who the fuck are you Yeah but he's the guy That also caused this issue Because he's the one That I think ran the experiments Right Don't they explain yeah. that He, he escaped or this, this thing where you can live forever or whatever they're trying to do. Silent Rage. It makes just you evil.
0: That's the Chuck Norris movie where he fights Michael Myers. And, it, and it, there's like I said, there's no makeup on the guy.
2: He just looks like a normal dude. Yeah, yeah just yeah. a normal dude murdering the shit out of people. I'll fucking throw you over
0: this fence. He's the only thing that connects the movie from the first film that's supposed to be a sequel to. That's it.
1: Yeah. This is the one where the girl's supposed to be like handicapped the whole movie, and then suddenly she's not. <laughs> Like, Like they say she's got some kind of weird back problem To where like walking would just make her fall apart And there's no way she can do it and then like the last 30 minutes of the movie, she's like, Well, fuck that. I'm getting up. I'm okay. And oh, she was like perfectly fine.
2: Maybe she was uh on workman's comp and she was trying to get money out of him, but she yeah. realized it's not worth it because she's gonna I'm get gonna rat her out.
1: She realized there's a killer putting the fucking babysitter in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them place. Like, that dude's fucking crazy. I can run all of a sudden. That scene goes a little long. If you've never seen this movie, there's about <laughs> eight minutes of this dude trying to ram this lady into an oven. <laughs> She's just pushing away and screaming the whole time as her face slowly melts. Like you're baking like a corn dog.
2: Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's yeah, fun to watch. It's,
1: it's a good scene, but it's just very weird. Cause it takes, it, it really does last a long fucking time. You're like, it's you're very uncomfortable
0: killer? to watch, but Remember the, the ending reminds me of basically the first four Halloween movies all with, put together besides part three. Like the, Yeah. Yeah. It's like Halloween one, two and four. <laughs> the ending. I was like, well, okay. The ending was. We keep seeing these movies that have kind of like a, like they're like oh that's influenced by this movie. Doesn't is...
1: she just walk out holding his head or some shit? Yeah, but, yeah. But,
0: but the lead up to that reminded me of like that part from Halloween Four where yeah. it's like oh it's a transference of evil, and then like the, he shot he shoots him and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like oh okay I see that. So I don't know. I just see that kind of shit. I just put it all together on my own little yeah. I don't fucked believe in that shit. <laughs> we just talked about it the Prowler. Yeah, so, uh, I think. No,
1: fuck it. No, it's good, though. It's one of those just, like, if you want just a good gore fest where it's, like, pretty much fucking nonstop. I mean, this oh, dude yeah. just goes and murders the shit out of everybody while other people eat spaghetti and watch football. It's <laughs> and it's
2: on Tubi. If you have, if you can't find it anywhere, it's on Tubi.
1: It's it sweet. is on Tubi. And then we jump to November, which I would guess Friday the 13th of November, right, if it was November 13th. Yeah. Uh, Dead and Buried, which this one I had never seen before.
2: It's not another one that uh, I watched for the first one time. One of you yeah. put
1: in our group chat, like, hey, this is actually pretty good. I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I'll put that on my list. I was and super surprised. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. It's like one of my new favorites from the 80s now. Uh, you want to try to explain that one, though? Uh, i do a quick, f- do a quick Derek,
0: a I, I, we, we, You challenged him to watch it, to see how he, his reaction is. So I'll just yeah. say it's directed by Gary Sherman, Poltergeist 3, and, and the Poltergeist The Legacy. It's written by Dan O'Bannon. Parentheses comes up a lot and rob shusett uh with robert england in early row lisa blunt melody anderson who's in like flash gordon firewalker another chuck norris movie uh, it's got grandpa joe from like fucking Willy Wonka and yes. chocolate Jack factory Albertson. uh and uh yeah exactly uh james fear uh what's his name ferentino is the sheriff who's kind of like the hero and then you got stan winston who fucking kills it with the special effects in this movie yeah man. No, they're awesome uh, this this was uh, this was prosecuted as a uh, as a video, video nasty, nasty, but it was acquitted. So that's pretty awesome. Hmm. Um, and it, this is one of the ones that it took a long time for me to watch because it just had the same, like the 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 the, the, the VHS cover is just kind of plain. It's like, is this a sci-fi it's movie? Very plain. So the writer of Alien. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll watch it, whatever. And it's just the same. They they never changed that fucking cover. And then when I bought it on DVD, I rewatched. It. It's like, oh fuck, I missed out for 30 years on a great movie. Yeah, this That's is amazing. one of the ones
2: that I, I hadn't seen yeah, in tell us, you put it in you put it in the the chat. So this movie it uh, starts off pretty pretty quick like this guy's like taking pictures of a seashore and this lady's like, <laughs> "Oh, take pictures <laughs> of me." Pretty. And she she takes off her top which is you know that somebody's going to die and and a bunch of people just come out of nowhere and just fucking
1: burn him alive. And that's the great twist to the the start of the movie is that you think either, like, this this chick's crazy and she's just going to stab him, she's setting him up, or this guy's crazy. And instead it's, oh, no, the whole town. The whole town just shows up, the this dude right at the beginning. So you instantly know, like, this is different from what you would normally see, especially in 81. It's got a very
0: Twilight Zone feel to it as well. well. Lisa Blount was the main actor in John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. She's Titty Girl. (laughs) <laughs> she's just blonde More, yeah. in this movie yeah i won't refer to her as titty yeah. girl anymore i'm just saying that's how we just talked about her yeah i was like oh shit how where do i know this woman's face carry on dave
2: <laughs> so um you meet a lot of the a lot of the people and you meet the sheriff uh they they find this body and they uh they find it in a car and they're like oh it's been a, in a car wreck but it's all burned up and turns out the guy's not dead well you come in the corner which is Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe, Joe right. yeah. Walk. Who who uh <laughs> from from watching the Joe Bob episode found out he had cancer while he was making this movie. Yeah. It was the last movie he made. So uh that's fucking sad. But uh I'm not going yeah. I'm not going to go you through the whole sometime. Yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole plot of the movie. Yeah, so the, the
1: easiest it. way to explain it is hey the guy dies at the very beginning, gets killed by the whole town. Uh 2 scenes later you see him as the cab driver. So you instantly know something's going on in this movie. So it turns out the people that are being murdered are also being reanimated. So they give you like a double whammy. <laughs> you got a town of killers, but they're also bringing everybody back.
2: Yeah, and the cop doesn't believe it. He's like, what the fuck? But Yeah, these know. aren't like
0: flesh-eating zombies. There's something else going on in this town. It's very Lovecraftian. Obviously, Daniel Bannon is heavily influenced by Lovecraft in most of the stories he writes, and you can definitely see it in this kind of seaside yeah. town in New England and everything is very Lovecraftian. Lots then, of
1: cool kills. Yeah, uh, it's not
0: your traditional zombie fucking the, piece of no, shit. No, it's, really. like, it's
1: like more of like a detective story, but with like some really cool kills because you're still trying to get... To figure out who's actually causing all this, and it has a a Shyamalan style twist at the end, <laughs> so I won't give that away either. If you haven't seen it, fucking watch it. It's on Shutter right now. You can even watch it with the Last Drive in if you want Joe Bob's commentary on it. That's the episode I haven't seen yet of this year, so oh. I'm excited to go back and visit that. Yeah.
2: One one thing that really was weird about the movie, and I've just got to talk about the scene. There's a, there's a scene where the teacher is teaching the kids. And she's in the classroom she's talking about fucking voodoo oh, and, like, reanimating yeah, yeah. corpses and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what in the fucking
1: school is this? Yeah, like,
2: it's like, is this is the Wicker Man? man? Like, going, even in the 80s, they yeah. would have burned you for that.
3: I know. Yeah.
1: Horror movies, like, they'll always do that, though. They always have, like, teachers talk about shit you would never hear them talk about. Like. Even like urban legend, the professor's like, here's every urban legend ever. Let's talk about this it. This a like, great fucking course. Yeah, shit that doesn't happen in real life because I would like to school a lot more. And yeah. I would have been able to read the back of that cover. And this was a very early Stan Winston
0: movie, and he kills it. Like I said earlier, there's a scene, I'm not giving anything away, where it's an autopsy scene. or like there, It's actually the reconstructing a, uh, uh, this your woman's face. head. That's Stan Winston literally's hands, and it's it's a it's a, what do we call it time lapse and he's rebuilding this skull. And he does it he does it in reverse, and he did it all like as you see it. That was amazing. I found that out, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I had to go back and rewatch that whole scene, and it's beautiful.
1: Carry on. All the special effects in this are great. Yeah, they really are. But yeah, just fucking watch it. We can't. We don't have a lot of time to stay on Dead and Buried. We'll do. A, you can do a whole three-hour episode about it. Joe Bob, we'll pull, a, pull a Joe Bob. And just do a commentary over
0: it. <laughs> like Horror 101 is a great podcast. They literally just watch the movies, record themselves talking about them, and then they just re-edit it later. Have they did podcast. Dead and Buried before? I don't know. I'll have to find out, but I, I love that podcast.
1: What's Road Games? Road, Road Games. Games.
0: I have not seen it. I've always remembered. Shit. I, it's one that I so was red. trying to find. Yeah. Somebody
2: brought it up recently, and I looked at it, and uh, I'm trying to remember who was in it now. Steve, I thought it was Jamie it?
0: Lee Curtis, but I could be wrong. It's one of those movies I just could not find at the time. Um, I should probably, like I could probably find it now. Uh, so that's why, I, that's why it's in I red. know about
1: Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's Stacy
2: Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, Kale.
0: Okay. Yeah, I yeah. just remember the, uh, the painting for the, the, the VHS. There's a couple movies like that that I'm just like, ah, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later, and I just never do.
2: Stacy
1: Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis star in his Hitchcockian thriller about the games people play on the open road.
2: Yeah, it's like Mad Max.
1: Keach is an eccentric truck driver. Passes the time by creating imaginary lives for the people he sees. Families, hitchhikers, cyclists. He picks up a beautiful hitchhiker, Jamie Lee, who joins him in his game. There you go. (laughs) In case you're wondering, there's some blurry shit on the back here. Very low quality pictures. And there's a picture of a fire. This movie sucks, guys. Let's never watch this.
0: (laughs) Speaking of... uh Box art. Uh, don't go in the woods alone is another one that everyone remembers. the The box art. It's the blonde girl's head with like the wooden camp sign that says, "Don't go in the world." Go. Don't go in the world. Don't go in the woods alone. Don't go in the world alone either. Don't do it. <laughs>
1: just don't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I I haven't revisited that one. So if you have, please you know tell us the, Tell us your commentary. Tell us your, your ideas in that film. Yeah,
2: I, I saw it once. I just wrote down one note: murdering in the woods.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't have to see it to fucking know <laughs> <Exactly>. that, buddy. <laughs>
2: only uh, just
1: what if there's dawn? no woods?
0: Just before dawn, uh, the butcher, the baker, the nightmare maker. Those, the, all these movies, I've never really, I haven't you know, I couldn't find that movie, the butcher, baker, and the nightmare maker. But somebody else told me tonight it's on Shutter.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's on yeah, Shudder It's, Shudder it's now. on Shutter. Okay. Because uh, I mentioned earlier, and anybody wants to comment on this too, I'm kind of interested. If you want to have a conversation at some point, uh, it's got kind of a negative reaction due to like apparently it's full of like homophobic dialogue. I may go visit it at some point just to see, but I'm just, I'm just interested like. <laughs> you don't see a lot of movies that from then cause any controversy in the horror community because we see so much vulgar, like crazy shit. So it's kind of interesting to see a movie like that brought up consistently. So I am curious to see like how awful it truly could be. I don't know what Just Before Dawn is, though. It's a slasher film. Sounds like I, a zombie movie. Yeah,
0: it's, it's one I was never be able to was able to revisit, so I didn't even try to make notes on it or anything. We're we getting um, into the yeah, it. I know a lot of people love it, so that's that's um, that's a good sign. A lot but... of people love
1: Just Before Dawn. Yeah. Let's see. Just Before Dawn. Just Before Dawn. VHS. That's just a picture of Pam Greer.
0: <laughs> all right. Sold.
1: <laughs> that's, that's all it would take for us. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, You got Pam Greer? You got any good actresses? Oh, my God. I didn't even bring it up. Oh, George Kennedy, Chris Lemon, Jamie Rose. See, I don't know any of these fucking people. Oh, this looks like <laughs> shit. You know
0: George Kennedy when you'd see him.
1: What oh yeah, George
2: Kennedy. He was the uh he was oh, uh, yeah. he was the guy from uh uh He's in Creep
0: Show. Naked Gun. He's in yeah, he's in Naked Gun. Or I mean, he's in Creep Show 2. Um,
1: yeah, this this poster's actually kind of cool. It's just the nightmare has begun just they, before dawn.
0: Yeah, they've re-released it recently, so okay. is, that's what I mean.
1: Yeah, kind of a cool poster. <laughs> uh there's no okay. Who will live? Who will die? Human survival at any cost. The hunt it. The hunted resort, not haunted, the hunted resort (laughs) to to the same animal as the hunters in this unique, oh, I get it now, unique struggle for life. I was thinking like haunted resort, but they mean like the hunted are going to resort to this. This looks stupid. He's dressed as a cowboy.
0: Don't be jealous.
1: It's probably (laughs) actually, yeah. I mean, one cover is really cool. The other has a cowboy on it. So you choose. Dawn right. of the Mummy. Yeah. Dawn end of December, the end of the, the year. the
0: last month of 1981. So All people these... are getting ready for
1: Christmas, and they're like, let's turn these fucking movies on.
2: Oh, Let's God. watch Dawn of the Mummy. Somebody thought that was a great idea. Dawn of the Mummy. What's
1: Dawn of the Mummy?
0: A group of fashion models disturb, <laughs> disturb the tomb of a mummy and revive an ancient curse, along with the mummy rising. His slaves do as well. <laughs> they <were> bar- <laughs> they've are they been buried for thousands of years ago, and they rise and crave human flesh. So, so yeah. You sound yeah. way too happy when it's you a, read these. It's basically a zombie film. But they're mummies.
1: How do mummies never have mummy cats with them? Yeah, that is that a good question.
0: Of, they didn't have the money for that.
1: But they brought their slaves back.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah
1: did they
2: didn't bring
0: their
1: cats. They brought their fucking
3: cat. Oh,
0: you mean like in reality, like as if this was a thing? Like yeah, you I always, feel like you, you were, always. They're about always about like, like yeah. That, like in movie they times, worship like, their yeah, cats. They, can't, they, they can't worship
3: their
1: cats and shit. Why mm. didn't the fucking cat come back? Mister Niblet's got to stay dead. Probably. It's always
0: a, like Anubis, because <laughs> they look cooler than something like the cat god.
1: So, you've seen this, right? Oh, yeah. I saw it
0: as a child. I still have the VHS somewhere. I think it's on the table. And the VHS is so grainy and so shitty. They have re-released it recently and cleaned it up. So, that's good. So, I think you should definitely check that out. But, yeah, it's basically just a, a mummy zombie movie. Um, Are they
1: coming just after revenge of the coming at the fashion models? Is
0: a, here's the thing: people keep dying, and then just where they just want to hang around and still finish the photo shoot. The next day, they'll stay the whole night. It's like yeah. these fuckers just got
1: killed. Why is it that when somebody gets resurrected, they kill the people that resurrected them? That's a good point. That seems like I a, just went quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, no,
2: that's, it. <laughs> like, that, that's like, a good who? point. You just I'm, get up and be like, all right, cool, you guys can hang out. You guys can live.
0: Yeah, you brought me back. bringing me back. You would think. think
1: you would just come back and be like, you know what? I'm going to rule the world and murder everybody, but you guys, you guys, have a Snickers. Have a good day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: all
2: fucked up, but it's your lucky day. <laughs> it's your
1: lucky day. I'm going to murder your families and your children and everything you love. Not your but, cats. But you and not your cats. Uh,
0: it was directed by a guy named Frank. Uh, Grama, and he, the only other horror film he did was Queen Kong. The year before, I'd never heard of that
1: Queen Kong. See, <laughs> is it a gr- giant?
0: I don't gorilla? know. I'm so fucking. I can't wait to see this thing. Oh man, I he's promise. gonna look it up. Is it
1: gonna be like Miss Pac-Man just put a ribbon on? <laughs> it's just a ribbon on King Kong's head.
0: Queen Kong, written by the uh, Daria Price, who uh, who's yeah. not connected to Vincent Price whatsoever. She also wrote Queen Kong. Oh, so, well. uh, somebody sure. has to see this movie and tell us about it.
1: I mean, given the description you gave me for Dawn of the Mummy, Queen Kong has to be a it's fucking an, It's an adventure
2: it. comedy parodying King Kong. Yeah.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Well, yeah, what made this movie different for, uh, uh, you know, for, like, Universal Monsters.
0: It's, it's 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 really graphic. I remember being like, fuck, holy shit, they're, like, ripping people away. Like, oh, did you it find is, the movie poster? It is
1: what I exactly what I said. <laughs> ah! <laughs> they put a ribbon on King Kong's head. Oh, shit. <laughs> tits. <laughs> it's, it's everything
0: I've ever wanted But I had to make some notes There's no, like no suspension of disbelief It's just like impossible to believe anything that happens so one of those movies are yeah. just like oh my god So this oh photo shoot's god. happening oh like in a pyramid Is that what's happening? Yeah that? it's like well ah, it's in a pyramid yeah. outside the pyramid It's glamorous man Okay, yeah. Uh, the pharaoh's guts are still juicy I remember that like you know Because like the, he comes back to life and he's wet It's like you in the know, movie like, You don't know what he like, was dreaming he's dreaming about He's still <laughs> juicy yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see the hieroglyphs look like they're put on by a sharpie uh, there's no- <laughs> I'm just like, well, that looks real. <laughs> they're not even like, they're not even cut into like styrofoam. It's just like,
2: eh, 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 eh. <laughs> last moment. It's like, hey, we need more hieroglyphs over here. Grab but a sharpie. They, well,
0: but they spent money and actually filmed it in Egypt.
2: That's oh. stupid.
0: But they couldn't fucking like carve like a little dremel. Couldn't they just and done it make- like
1: <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Just The> Vegas, <laughs> bur- <laughs> Dude, fucking Vegas. Vegas man. mummy it has to be way cheaper.
0: Oh, I, shit. And I, wrote, I wrote down the back of the box. So I got it. It's a tale of the unspeakable as a Pharaoh's dark legacy of the of vengeance of the ages and of shrouded mysteries and the, and the things that lie beneath it.
1: They're trying to make that way more serious than what you end up Yeah, playing. I
0: know. A Tale of Terror. For, for amid oh. the splendors of the Pharaoh's tomb, a mummy awakes to fulfill the curse and rise and kill.
1: I mean, to, it's probably not hard to be in like, the top 20 mummy movies of all time, though. So <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably have that going oh, for them somehow. Shit.
0: Variety wrote, Gory, the mummy is very impressive. <laughs> Stephen I King. I found that. Yeah, it's just Stephen, King King a Stephen thriller. King thriller for Variety. But that's all I've got on this movie, yeah.
1: Least favorite Brendan Fraser movie. We <laughs> uh, yeah, actually had the VHS right there. The I know, time. yeah, that's Mom, the one I've had since okay. I was a
0: kid. But God, it's almost unwatchable because it's so dark and grainy. Mm-hmm. But it's on YouTube, and I put it on our YouTube channel for the gorgeous boom.
1: Yeah. You guys got all kinds of shit to watch if you visit the Facebook and the YouTube. So we got, uh, got homework. Enjoy yeah. your life. Saint-Ginor.
3: scared to death. Oh. Yeah, it's
0: known for scared. It's like it's not a good movie. It's actually written by. Oh, okay, it's not a good movie that I would like. Okay, I like sci-fi horror. I like. I, I like. I like uh the William Malone, he guy who directed it. He did this, he did like a, a episode of Masters of Horror, he did an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. I like his stuff. This is one of his first movies and you can really tell. But he used to work for Don Poe Studios, so he was like, I can make a movie. And the the most impressive thing is the, is the alien suit. It's what, if you might not know what I'm talking about, but if you saw the picture, you'd like, I know what that is. It's just like this Alien fucking monster, but when you see that picture, you're like, I don't know what that's from, and that's what this movie's from. I know it's a weird way to describe it. (laughs) I can't. I'm gonna put a. I'll put a a link up to it in the comments of this, and everyone's gonna be like, Oh, yeah, I know that movie. Hmm. Like, no, you don't, but you know the fucking the alien creature.
1: Ghost story.
0: (laughs) Ghost story. I don't know what that one's about. Cause I haven't it's, seen it. It's about ghosts. It's like, words, ghost seen it. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's kind of like how they were doing, like, the Monster Club or like those old movies, like, trying to pull like the House of Long Shadows, where so they're trying to pull old actors back out of like retirement. It makes okay. something very old school. Ha- haunted House, very 1950s. House on monster. Haunted Hill. Yeah. It's written by Peter Straub, who most people know from like his collaborations with Stephen King. I think the, I think he and Guillermo del Toro did like a whole thing together. Yeah, sure. um, that's That's about it. I mean, this guy, like, it's directed by John Irvin, written by Lawrence. I wrote stuff down. Lawrence Cohen, not that Larry Cohen, Larry Cohen, but this guy wrote like Tommyknockers, Nightmare, Dreamscapes, and Carry the Musical.
1: Carry the Musical? Yes. Excuse me. Yes. So wait, wait. He wrote.
2: He wrote two Stephen King movies and right? Carry the Musical. <laughs> Carrie the Musical.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Explain yourself. That's. I've never seen Carry the Musical. I've seen Evil Dead the Musical. Was it, was it a, a Broadway thing? Musical? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Mm. Investigate.
1: I've never heard of it. I mean, we were getting some good ones for a while. We had Point Break, we had Matrix, we had Evil Dead, <laughs> Spider-Man. some bangers coming through. Spider Man, yeah. Star Trek. Yeah, we didn't get fucking Carrie. Reservoir know. Dogs. We had Reservoir Dogs the musical. Oh my god, I didn't know that. that oh, thing. Man.
0: But it's got like Fred Astaire, Douglas Fairbanks, John Houseman, who's also like people will know from uh, I don't know, like Scrooge and the Fog, uh, Alice Krieg, who a lot of people know from like Sleepwalkers. She's the mom. Okay. She's in like a Star Trek movie where she's like the Queen Borg. She's like twenty in this movie. Uh, let's see. It's not very original, but it's all about it's all about the sincerity of the characters. The effects are by Master Dick Smith, so they're really good, but they're just chopped down to like two seconds.
1: The name Master Dick Smith. It should
0: be Master Dick
3: <laughs> Smith.
1: Oh man, it's like Alfred talking to Robin. <laughs> it's Master Dick. Yeah.
3: And the
0: only other note that I wrote is Fred Astaire kept telling people on set that he was going to be killed on set.
1: Oh, like he was like he thought he was gonna actually die.
0: I don't know if he had like dementia. or He whatever probably the he probably die. O- no, <laughs> he probably owed a Did book he of money. die eventually? Yeah, of course he's Fred Astaire. he He's gonna die. Well, he's gonna dance. That's what counts. Dance of death. So speaking of death, how the Grinch
1: stole Christmas. Yeah, why? Why is that out. one even on was there? Like I wrote good? that
0: down because it was a big deal when it came out because they re released it on television. Obviously, they didn't have physical, you know you couldn't okay. go rent movies. Right. Uh, and they just released it on television. It, it was the first time that had been re uh, released since its original broadcast i just wanted to touch on it it's cool that is cool yeah and then morning, I guess you know. and
1: now it's never gonna go away no i know and then the last movie on our list came out the same day as how the Grinch stole christmas the it's it's day, nice day before christmas. christmas it's not a horror film christmas but we
0: eve have to talk about it at least something about it it's mad max 2 the road warrior oh man if you don't have something to say about this movie, I don't know, man. It's, that, that, it's one of those movies. Tina Turner. <laughs> That's part three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another sequel. Yes, you hum- do. Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's,
1: this, uh,
0: this movie blew me away as a kid. Um, uh, whether we want to go into it on a horror podcast, but yeah. like the, the, the violence, how it started just afterwards, because I did get to see Mad Max first. A lot of people don't didn't even connect it because they, when they released it in America, they just changed the name to Road Warrior because that makes sense. You're not yeah. going to see a, a lower budget action movie from Australia in America, <laughs> but then you get to see it because if you had if you dad owned a video store or ran a video store, you saw Mad Max. Mad Max, yeah, right. So Road Warrior is just one of those movies that's just never going to end. I mean, they remade it as Waterworld, didn't they? <laughs> Assless chaps.
2: Hey, you know what? I, actually, I, well. I actually thought uh, we fucking were gonna ready. have a road warrior situation uh, uh, about a month ago when everybody was just fucking freaking out about gas.
1: Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, it was
2: close. I was People just like, were... "Cool, we're getting there, guys. Get your chaps ready. Get your get your hockey mask ready. I'm ready. <laughs> your baby oil. Dude, <laughs> <No>! I'm,
1: re- <laughs> I'm ready for any reason you give me to not leave my house. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this the
0: best. I'm just gonna get a boomerang and fuck everybody up with it.
1: Is this your favorite of the series, Road Warrior? Definitely, definitely.
0: I think it even tropes the uh, the newest one, which is uh, Fury Road, which is great. It's I like that movie a lot, but uh, Road Warrior is my favorite.
1: It's because it kind of they kind of up everything that they happened in the first everything one in
0: this film, and uh, it's, it's like the first
1: one, but for like a little spritz of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, probably more than spritz. Yeah. Actually, then you
2: get to Barter Town, and then it's a whole lot of cocaine.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's just the it's it's it's, a, it's seminal film. You have nothing on this film. Imagine, well,
2: I mean, it's. I thought it was fun. It was a great movie. Oh man, okay. lots of lots of uh, lots of Australian I like, accents.
1: I feel like the that's a whole separate yeah. uh, conversation with yeah. Road Warrior it and the entire Mad Max series. Yeah.
0: So we ended on How the Grinch Stole
1: Christmas and the Road Warrior, because which you, is interesting for our horror podcast. Like the last two things we gave you. Well, I think it's fitting. We talked about the fucking ghost of Mister Chicken or whatever, and then How the oh. Grinch Stole Christmas, and then Road Warrior. Could you
2: imagine if like your parents were like, "All right, it's Christmas." Christmas, let's go see a movie and like you take you to see fucking Road
0: Warrior. I would freak the fuck out. That'd be man. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's traumatizing film. It's got all the things that we talked about. that like fuck you up as a kid. It's got, you yeah. know, uh, you, people being murdered just right in front of you that, you that you've never seen it or not. And it's very graphic for some. I mean, it's not a horror film. So you're going to take your kids to see this movie. Uh, it's got rape, of course. Like, fuck, man. It's the 81. Let's just keep raping people. What the I, fuck? I
1: like Road Warrior more than I like the Road Warriors because I hate that tag team. So for all you wrestling fans out there, I know everybody worships The Legion of Doom. I fucking hate them.
2: Demolition. They were more of a this is more I'll, of a Demolition. I like I like
1: Bootleg Demolition. <laughs> for the longest time though, like I never put that together when I was a kid. I was like, "Oh yeah, Road Warrior, Road Warriors, they wear the fucking like, They wear the
0: exact same yeah, thing." Yeah, I mean it's totally what that they was. Look like Vernon Wells, they,
1: they do. Yeah. Vernon Wells is a nice guy. Very intimidating looking fella still to this day, but probably one of like the kindest people I've met at a convention. So He's That's what I'll say about Road Warrior.
0: <laughs> and he has a lot of he has a lot of great memories about movies that he's yeah. been in. He seems to choose movies like even Commando. You think he'd be up? He's like, no, Dude. Arnold was great. <laughs> I don't
2: know about that uh, chainmail and that mustache he uh, was rocking <laughs> during that movie, but the movie was pretty
0: good.
1: So if you had to split well, we split 1981 in half, if you had to pick your favorite movie from the first half and your favorite from the second half, what oh, would God. you go I, with?
0: I can't it's... do part one, but I can definitely do part two.
1: Go, go for the second half of the year, and we'll consider that your favorite movie of '81.
0: I'm gonna say Evil Dead.
2: See, that's that that's, that's the one that I'm supposed to say. You can't take. say Evil Dead. I know you can't say Evil Dead. Sure sure you can. can. Like, He's I, already taken. Evil Dead is like one of my favorite movies. It's cheating, but, yeah,
0: but it's not. Just tell us what you're Well, with. I'm
2: gonna say out of the movies that I had to rewatch, Galaxy of Terror. It's fucking awesome. I had yeah. never seen it. I'd never oh, seen wow, it. Nice. And you were like, "Hey, watch this," and it was. It was a surprise. It was it was nice Especially to watch. We
0: had to get through like fuck. Why did we? choose Oh yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I why watched porno this? Holocaust. Remember? Oh, that's why right. we were so excited.
2: <laughs> you yeah, found you it. were
1: texting some really big mistakes because none of us were gonna watch fucking kung fu, cannibal, uh, zombie, yeah. sex or whatever. Yeah, hey. no,
2: that was that was uh, kung fu zombies
1: too. That was close. I added fuck some words. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you went through the ringer for this. It's good yeah. For you for the research, uh, for me the prowler. I mean. Evil Dead's obvious, and if, or American Werewolf in London. But if I had to go with one that doesn't fit into like those all-time faves, yeah. and just box it in a year, I would say The Prowler. But I mean, it's hard to compete with like the classics that came out during that time. Even Halloween 2. I love Halloween 2. I do too. Friday, so 13s. many good ones.
0: Part two, Galaxy of Terror. I was super surprised by Dead and Dead and Buried. Um, this is coming out obviously after the Joe Bob episode, but we planned it. It's before the Joe Bob We planned show. it.
1: Yeah, a lot of times with our timing, it's kind of funny how things work out because we've had that happen a few times now. Even yeah. this one, you know, we're talking about Evil Speak, and I think that's this Friday. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good timing, guys. You got
2: Scanners, Steve. You got Wolfen. You got all kinds of pick Scanners is another one. Oh, though, from man. part one? You still yeah, your I notes. mean,
1: shit. Yeah, there's just so much shit. I changed
2: my mind. It's Wolfen.
1: Hey, 81 That's is a great one. Hey, it's so the, many good movies in that the, year. It's all the werewolf movies that were good ever. 81. Came out in 81.
0: 1981. Dave, you want to take us out of here and then we can close this out for 1981. Yes.
2: Thank you for listening. Uh, you can catch us on Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and... Apple Podcast. I think it's, I don't know twice now. CastBox. Uh, we're in the Netherlands and Paraguay now.
0: We're in 25 countries. It's 25 keep, countries. growing, but whoever is listening to us is, has problems. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> well, the world sucks. Anyways. Thanks, guys. The world's right falling here. apart. It's falling apart. <laughs> Road Thank Warrior. You. Thank you guys so much. Bye.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I got a piece of that.